420. This here's the podcast crew. We're hauling up at 901, about to hit the airwaves. Ready for big trucks, cool characters, and the explosive action you'll only find in Convoy? Well, rev up your engines for an earful of Convoy. Northern California's number one podcast about the 1978 movie based upon the 1976 novelty song about trucking. Fans of cinema and music will find much alike. That is, if you're not some no-good bear like Dirty Lyle. Breaker, breaker, good buddy. Expect in-depth analysis, breaking news about the cast and crew, a little rubber duck humor, and we'll even have a bear in the air. They even had a bear in the air. Hello and welcome to an earful of convoy. You gotta admit the da- the dabbling brook, the babbling dabbling, the dabbling brook. brook. Well, that's what ducks do. Ducks dabble. It's and nice. It's nice. Do. But the it's loon part's bad. I don't like the loon part. That part, oh, that's the most. Why don't you annoying. do? Uh, why don't you do a fan edit of that album where you take out the loons? Nope. Okay, we got some nice music here. It is. Uh, it is July. F- July. Uh, July the fourth. July fourth. The the birthday of our country, of our great land. George Washington's birthday. Yep. And uh, the big, what everyone's talking about today yeah, is how great the conventions are going to be in a few weeks. They're great. Mm-hmm. We got a great country, we got great conventions. That's mm-hmm. the rule. We yep. got a great country, got to get good conventions. Yep. They're going to uh, be very organized. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, we're back. We're, we're back. Microphone's still not good, but we know what's wrong. Oh, see, that's, yeah, it doesn't sound great. No, here's well, what we know is. what's wrong, and we found out how to correct it, and yet we did not correct it for today. So explain that to no, me. No, that was not correcting it. That mm-hmm. was that was making a workaround. Um, it, you know what the sound of this imperfected uh, signal is? It's danger. This is the sound of danger. All so right. let's people know we're not messing around. Well, if you want to hear us mess around, there's a bo- 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 bonus bo- bonus episode. Yes. Wow. Yeah, you can really hear the... Ah. It's good, though. Huh. What Here's... was that? The R, R. you talk like a pirate, and it really... Save it for the bonus episode. Okay, so ch- it's, tune into the bonus episode. You can listen to us troubleshoot our, our air sound. Great. But today's not about that. Today is about <laughs> the Convoy. 13th five minutes of the movie Convoy. Some call this the best five minutes of Convoy. Uh, everyone does actually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, note for you. Yeah. Is that? Uh, are, is any, are we talking news? Or are we going to start straight I, with the spoiler alert? No. Well, we're going to news first. So news, news. We got the conventions. Conventions are happening. Conventions are happening. Um, we've got uh, the, our feud with the Dog Brothers. You heard that I'm making this bigger than just a podcast? We could make this a political movement. What convoy? Yeah, the convoy con- was a political movement. That's no, what the convoy but was. We can launch the U.S. convoy party. Hmm. Should we? Are we we at least put a. I don't think there's as much appetite for that as there was like a couple decades ago. Sh- should we make something for the website that says "Rubber Duck for Prez"? Yeah, that's probably worth doing. Yeah. Okay, you mm-hmm. uh, you can do that. I won't. Okay, I'll do that. There you go. Good. In in exchange, yep. uh, you can draft the emails to the dog bros. Oh, so we did get a hold of the Dog Bros emails. Two of the three. Two of the three of the Dog Brothers. So we are currently, if you are just tuning in, we are currently feuding with the Dog Brothers, the people who did the DVD commentary, Blu-ray commentary. They don't yet know it unless they listen to us. Blu-ray. They don't don't. yet know it. We're going to, but we're going to tell them. We're going to email them and let them know that we're feuding with them. Are we doing that in today's episode? 
are we going to write an email today to the Dog Brothers? We may time. write an email today to the Dog Brothers. It did work out well last time. We got a we got a response from Chris Christopherson's publicist. Yeah, not publisher, publicist. No, he's not been published yet. No, well, I bet he has. Probably. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. So yeah. So we we are feuding with the Dog Brothers. No episode of uh, with a. Uh, with fresh eyes today, there's no fresh eyes to look at it. Everyone, everyone's seen Convoy. Everyone, everyone in the world has seen Convoy. Yep. Maybe in a future episode. Yep. Um, um, and other news, um, the some minor updates to the website. No. Yeah, I saw some commits. I think I was just you adding were adding an anchor to the feuding section. Oh yes. yes. If you go to earfulconvoy.com <laughs> uh, and then uh, Octothorpe feud. Yeah. Or maybe feuding. I'm not sure. I don't know. You can try both. I don't have access to the internet right now, so Mm. I can't help with that. But that's it. It's a good addition. And if uh, any problems you have on the website, we're on on, uh, GitHub. Just uh, file file, uh, file an issue. Yep. Yep. Airful Convoy GitHub. Okay. Uh, Is that all the news? Some more news? Yeah. Now it's our uh, famous theme song time. Okay. Famous theme song. Here we go. Three, two, one. That's our theme song. What We're cutting in today. What are you? You're ruining the theme song. Fine. Check, I'm checking the tweet machine, and as of three hours ago, I, we got a tweet that said, "You, you know, not a tweet, a text message that said, you guys are hilarious.'" Thanks. And then Nutella. And then you guys are nuts. I love it. Please play some Trolls of Amsterdam. So that's interesting. I think those messages were probably intended for us just a little early, three hours we early. Are, we are pretty nuts. We are nuts. Uh, did you not tweet at our fans that were live on the air? No, I didn't. I did not. Um, I did not tweet to our fans that were live on the air. I probably should have, but too late now. Too late now. What are you going to do? Uh, wow. Uh some Hillary tweets coming in as well, which is interesting. Yeah, Hillary's a big fan of the show. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so, uh, should we transition into spoiler alert? Yeah, after the theme song? Yeah.
Okay, good news. Our followers have been informed. Good. Uh, so, yeah, now for uh, people who've, just, who've tuned in for the first time and who've listened to our theme song and our brief news segment, let's tell you what, what the show is. This is Earful of Convoy. This is Northern California's number one podcast about the 1978 movie based on 1976 novel. He's talking about trucking. Isn't this what the, what the promo up front is for? I think you, we can get more detail. Okay, well. We break the movie into five minute chunks. We break it down. We do break it down. We contact uh, we contact either uh, actors, personnel, or uh, or commentary commentary track people that we are feuding with, and mm-hmm. we talk to them on email, and we give you the news about that too. Yes, we do, and, and we are, and we're really getting we're we're. We're getting to the point where we, it's probably it's about so naked. Put, where it's probably oh, about time to have nice. some of those guests on the show because we're we're more than halfway through. Yeah, the movie so, at this point. So that's why I need to email the dog bros tonight. Uh, okay, so spoiler alert. Spoiler alert is where we take veritable spoilers eye view of uh, the movie Convoy, and we uh, let you know what Convoy Thirty Four wrote in his plot summary of, of this. Apparently, and this is just news. We're not saying prices for some, if if you. Uh, People who write these spoiler things for this website get ten bucks, ten dollars a piece. Yeah, yep. That's which is I think a crazy, a crazy amount to pay mm-hmm. for very poor quality writing. Uh, spoiler alert! Let's uh, let's go. Here is spoiler alert. Hello and welcome to spoiler alert. No explosion occurs. You can start every uh, every thing with that, <laughs> unless there's an explosion. Unless, well, there's all, yeah, like Fast and the Furious spoilers; those wouldn't go over so well with that line. No, yeah, yeah. no explosion occurs. Artie smiles and blows sigh of relief. Artie stands for rubber duck. Chief Stacy Love, Steve ex- Chasey Love, Steve Chasey Love exclaims his town is in trouble and and to get someone to wave traffic control to let the convoy through. They spell it. Uh, wave like oh, you wave traffic control like wave with an eye. I wrote it down at I wrote it down as get traffic control. Well, I'm not sure. Maybe he said it. Uh, well, mm. Chief Love is slowed down by a very slow moving water spraying truck. This is a great sequence. Uh, the convoy enters town with townspeople. That's two words. Mm-hmm. Cheering them on, and a high school music band playing in support. High school musical. Yes, <sighs> an old man in a golf cart. Calling himself 18 Wheeler Eddie. 18 Wheel Eddie, but okay. Calls a convoy on a CB asking to join, they agree. <laughs> to join, they agree. <laughs> Who needs punctuation? He doesn't Not convoy tell him, 34. He doesn't tell him about the golf cart. That's a uh, doesn't with D O S apostrophe N T. So. I don't know what what a letter letters he's lighting in, in that doesn't, but it's not our standard contraction. After leaving the town back onto the highway, a reporter with a camera. What are you doing? These are. <laughs> you could turn the mic off. I just find it really funny how much noise the mic booms make. Well, let's see you make your own microphones better. <laughs> it's just, I mean, they've got one job, right? <laughs> Two jobs. I'd say their main job is okay. to main hold job the to hold the microphones. Okay. Second, second job to be job adjustable. Is to, okay. Second job to be adjustable. I would say third that, job. That's not their third job. Third, third job is, is to be able to move at any time and not create noise. No, yeah, of course is to, not. Is to be quiet. If you're not, they're holding a microphone. You don't want this from someone that's holding a microphone. Well, don't touch it. Well, sometimes you have to touch it. No, you don't. Yeah, you do. It's called being prepared. <laughs> no, it's fr- it's called being a pro. <laughs> okay. All right, let's keep going. Let's start at the beginning. Let's start at the beginning. Uh, 
calls the convoy to CBS to join. They agree he doesn't tell them about the golf cart. After leaving uh, uh, the town back onto the highway, a reporter with a camera crew watched the convoy and explained they have grown so large you can't see the end. He's and not a reporter. I was going to say he's not a reporter. We find that out later. Well, we found that out in the, in the remaining part of this five minutes, though. We do. We find out later in the same five I'm not sure exactly how we couldn't find out later if he came on immediately and said I'm not okay. a reporter <laughs> yeah. then we know right away he's not a reporter there's a lot of weird things that happen in these five minutes though so we gotta it's there's there's a lot of questions that come up well that's what we're here for okay alright well I'm just there's a lot of this five minutes gets very is has probably more questions than answers I would say it's all problematic I would call it problematic good uh, and so to go back, a reporter with a camera crew watched the convoy and explained they have grown so large you can't see the end and will ask them why they are together and their purpose. Chuck Arnaldi, parentheses Brian Davis, the press representative for the governor of New Mexico, standing in the back of a pickup truck with a camera crew, do they not realize the reporter is is the same person as the so okay is the well first first of all that took me a second watching to determine it was the same guy really well he gets, it's from a different angle the second time it's, it's you know and and he doesn't I mean he introduces himself as someone not a reporter so it's like why is that the case okay and then and, and he acts totally differently it'd be really weird if they introduce two characters first the guy who talks to it'd, it'd be very weird and then they yes. talk to another guy with a yes. different camera crew yes. Well, so I have another theory, but actually, my theory is that this is not even close to working with my laptop here. Uh, I have another theory, which is that... Uh, no, the music. Music? Yeah, it's a bit loud. What? No, it's, you want loud music. Uh, I have another theory, which is that Convoy 34, the author of these spoilers, uh, this was his first viewing of the movie. Don't be facetious. Which I know is debunked because we know that he is a... a Don't spread these vicious okay. rumors. <laughs> I mean, I know he's a, he's a Convoy fan and he's, and he's active in other places on the internet around Convoy. Yeah. We found him there. But yeah. it really... But this we, feels like it may have been written by someone who watched the movie for the first time and typed this down as they were watching it. It, perhaps, I mean, this is fueled by my new knowledge that each of these reviews netted the person $10 who wrote it. In, 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 incorrect. I was going to say correct, but it, I said in, so <laughs> I'm just going to roll with that. You're it's incorrect. in the correct bucket? Correct. It's incorrect. <laughs> uh, As opposed to in incorrect. Yeah, that's what it was You get two buckets, correct and incorrect. Yes. Yes. And you toss where it is. You toss, you toss a marble into one of them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh and you say it's incorrect if it's yeah, if it, it lands in the correct bucket. So what's a top hit if you do a politically incorrect and with like but it's incorrect with a space after in? Is it like a pun on a thing that's a pun on a on a phrase? I think you probably most get mostly get an autocorrection too. Yep, you yep. mostly get an autocorrection. Right. Even though you put quotes around it Great. too in the space crack. Okay, let's go on with this. Uh, okay. Ask them why they are together in the purpose. You, you mostly get um, politically incorrect where the in is in parentheses. Oh, that's funny. Yes. The press representative for the governor of New Mexico the pre- He's not only the press representative, he's also the special assistant. I was just the special outreach coordinator. No. But that would be just he's, the, he's, the, he's the special assistant and press representative of governor. Do you remember the governor's name? 
Uh, I wrote it down. Haskins. Haskins. Haskins, Governor Haskins. of New Mexico. Correct. Okay, keep going. Uh, keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Uh, let's see. Uh, with a camera crew, director Sam... Pe- okay. For the Governor of New Mexico, standing in the back of a pickup truck with a camera crew, was it a pickup truck or was it like actually like a special stage? Well, we'll find it was out. Like, it was a pickup truck-like thing. No, I thought it was like special. With a camera crew, director Sam Peckinpah's cameo as a sound gaffer. Whoa! I didn't know that. You, know, you should. Oh. Drives up along RD's truck. <laughs> wait, wait, this was, so Convoy 34 wrote that. Yes, you I'm going to guess this that. wasn't his first viewing then. Probably not. <laughs> it would have been really good if his first viewing he identified director Sam Peckinpah. Well, he's a big fan a, of Convoy. Okay. Uh, drives up along R.D.'s truck and asks him about the convoy. R.D.'s tells him to ask others why they are part of the convoy. Chuck Arnaldi interviews about eight truckers. Yeah, I about eight. Who, yeah, two, two to eight, roughly. Well, I mean, not everyone's a full-fledged Maybe convoy no 30, trucker. So we know that he interviews uh, Old Iguana, and we know that he interviews Spider Mike. So maybe Convoy 34 has been tracking the positions and knows that those two are eight positions apart. That's probably what he means. That's probably what he means. Probably, okay, so that's spoiler alert. That uh, has been so spoiler now, now alert. You, now you know what's up. And now we're ready for the sink. Let's just go to the sink. I'd say we, we've already wasted precious minutes of time. The uh, sink. The sink. Are you ready to go? I'm ready to go. Uh, I'm ready to go. Okay. Three, Three two, two, one, and sink. Get traffic control. You got all the parameters right over there? And hurry. Yeah. You sure? Is it going to loop properly? Of See, course. You, okay, I'm just, I'm just making sure. Here's the thing: when you write command line on, stuff, Sergeant, you can just reuse it. Reuse it, baby. Mm. Uh, reduce, reuse command line. Reduce, reuse command line. Okay, is reduce, reuse, recycle just a California thing, or is that like a national thing? Uh, it used to be national, but California made everyone else stop <laughs> using it. They said that's our copyright. In- incorrect. Hmm. Uh. So I was reading about California term limits, California legislative official term limits earlier today. Really? <laughs> uh, I now know a surprising amount about California legislative term limits. Do they just get you so angry? <laughs> well, no, not really. Uh, so you you pro term limits? There? Uh, no, I'm 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 kind of against them. Uh, were you more? Are you more for them or more against them than before you started your great journey into learning about <laughs> term limits? <laughs> well, I didn't know they existed, <laughs> and then I learned they existed, and I was like, "Yeah, that seems kind of unnecessary." Yeah, well, I mean, I f- <laughs> I feel that term limits feel like a very 1970s convoy era kind of thing for people to do. You're just sick of the government. It's like, well, let's keep them out. Keep them, yeah. But there's just going to be more coming in. It's not. <laughs> Well, here's how I vote every time. I mm. vote against everyone in office. I know, I know. Because it's, it's just easy that way. Yeah. So I got into this because I was looking up Governor Haskins. And you just want d- to get him doesn't out of exist, office? obviously. Not um, yet. Yeah. And so, and then that transition into Governor of California. Turns out, you look at Governor of California, you look at Jerry Brown. Jerry Brown. You look at good old Jerry Brown, and he served two terms as governor yes. a long time ago. Long time ago. Long time history. ago. Youngest governor in California's history. And he came back, and he's now serving two more. Oldest governor in California's history. But get this. Get this. Get this. You can only serve two terms as governor of California. Is but. He, is he a criminal? But. <laughs> do I need to call the police on this guy? But. Yeah. That rule was only enacted in 1990. Sure. 
And so uh, it's only term limits after 1990 that count. Makes sense. And so because he served his two earlier terms before 1990, he gets to serve two more. Sure. That, it's yeah. amazing. The Jerry Brown rule. I love it. It's okay. Great. I love it. I'm loving it. Takes words out of my mouth. Uh, okay. So. That's a great moment. Uh, should we describe what's going on? We have no fresh eyes, but should we just describe what's going on? Um, well, let's let's go through some highlights here. So, um, the, so one yeah. thing so, I one thing I did not look up at the beginning mm-hmm. was a uh, well, what is a water truck? I, so, <laughs> so this is the highlight. I think is the water truck that the police car is following behind, which right you can see right now if you're sure. following along at home. Chief Stacy Love, Steve Chasey Love. And and the water truck is, <laughs> I think it's a it's a vehicle for watering crops, and it's on the Maybe highway. It's on the highway. Maybe it's like when you water down the road to stop the dust from kicking up. I can imagine. Yeah. So it's watering down the road. Sure. And Steve Chasey Love is caught in his police car behind it. Yes. Apparently unable to escape. It's it's. It, I would say it almost seems implausible. That he's unable to escape. It's incredibly impossible. Because I think I, we're, we're intended to believe that his vision is so blurred by the water on his windshield yeah. that he's unable to determine whether it's safe to, like, pass it or slow yeah. down or whatever. It's a sight gag. But, like, it's a sight gag. Old Sam would never have done something like this. Oh, the Dog Brothers. So, um, if you're listening, Dog Brothers, that was our impression of you. Yeah, we should send... Uh, we'll, we'll do our full... Our full uh, stand-up act about the Dog Brothers. We should do a, we should do a show as the Dog Brothers. <laughs> That'd be good. That'd be a good Christmas special. Well, who's going to be the third Dog Brother? Well, we can we can shift our voices. But we have to do a live show about this. One-man show. We yeah. play the parts of the Dog Brothers. And there's one guy over here, and he says, I'm the third Dog Brother. <laughs> that doesn't sound See? very good. Someone just all, walked in. All three are great. Okay. I... Um, that, and that person left just as quickly as it came in. <laughs> they did. They did. Oh, no, wow. They're still here. They're still here somewhere. I'm not sure I was going to mic it and pick that up. I the mic picks everything up. That's okay. That's, yeah. yeah I, I, these microphones barely work. Uh, this guy enough. keeps running in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got, a, we got a third person for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a nice car. It's like a Dodge. It's like an El Camino type car. It's it's, it's a, a truck. But is it a truck? Oh, you mean, oh, you mean the car that 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 reporter governor Chuck Rinaldi. Chuck, Chuck Rinaldi. Arnaldi. Arnaldi, the famous soccer player. Um, uh, the, the actor Brian Davis. He's uh, he's British by birth. I'm not mm. sure by. Could you imagine he's British? Uh, no, he doesn't seem that British. But um, I, the, then again, if he's a famous football player. So, okay, let's just put ourselves in uh, Steve Chasey Love's place. Okay, Steve Chasey Love. What he's so saying is... There's a, there's a moment, there's a full 30 seconds, which is uh, Chief Chasey Love failing to start his car. Yep, then he finally starts it. And and what happened? Well, the the water truck in the, so got ahead of him. It's kind of pointless. There it goes. It's kind of pointless that he... That you spend so long of him not starting his car because mm-hmm. there's no suspense. But well, that was only... just so the water truck could get in front exactly. of him. Exactly. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you could just have him running back to his car. You could just have. Well, no. So that's actually that, that was picking up on a thread that we that happened in the previous five minutes. It's just been a while since we saw it. Remember the car they couldn't start and they had to push to the side of the road. I don't think it's a thread. You think it's, it's a, a thread, thread that the Aguadolce yeah. department has poor starter system in their car? <laughs> no, this car specifically. It was following through on that. I don't think it's the same car. No. No, I think Did that, that car get trashed. 
Yeah, I think that's the car that got uh, like that got oh, beat this, from the- I like this shot a lot. It's a great this, shot. The trucks looming behind the cop cars. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is great too. Okay, but let's not get ahead of 18 ourselves. wheel Eddie is fantastic. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Okay, here's I call this the 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 episode of questions. It's that's you can go whatever you want. <laughs> okay, I call the episode of questions. We don't normally do subtitles there are. We've done subtitles before. We had first five, first five, second, second five, five, third, third five, fourth, and then fourth five, and then the episode of questions. You're no, right. No, no, no. That would actually between that we had fifth five, sixth five, seventh five, eighth oh, you're five, right. ninth five, tenth five, eleventh five, twelfth five, the dozenth five. The dozenth five, yeah. Yes, and then the episode of questions. The episode of questions. Okay, so we're at the episode of questions. Correct. And I think th- this episode is, has so many, this is a great shot too, so many we're confusing j- things Just in the it. shot of Spider Mike? <laughs> Spider- I love Spider Mike doing the like air conductor with his hands in his <laughs> truck, because that was clearly like, he was given some instruction, the actor was given some instruction, but it was, there's a band playing, act like you hear a band playing, and so... <laughs> There's not a lot happening these five minutes, which is great. No, that's, I wrote at the end, my last note here is, no, my second to last note, is this episode feels shorter than five minutes, because not a lot happens. Yeah. My last note here was this episode has many weird questions. Episode of questions. Episode of questions. What about episode of weird questions? Okay. So here's, you want to go through the questions? I want to talk about Steve Chasey Love and the water thing. Steve Chasey, okay, back to water, you're right. Then we're going to go through questions. Yeah, so he is, he is... Trying to catch up to the trucks. Yep. I'm not sure. Well, I'm not sure why. I don't he, know that he needs to catch up. He's because what he's doing is he's radioing ahead. He's getting his police so it's uh, a fixed force. up back. Yes. The convoy basically, and it, 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 if you if you read the book, it's it's pretty clear what goes on. Mm. He threatened to blow himself up and kill police officers. I mean, that's basically what he did. It's rubber duck to blow up your truck and kill all the police. Yeah. Because I mean, it doesn't. If you put it that way, it sounds less, you know, friendly and cuddly. Yeah. But, yes, he did. Okay. He, he threatened to to blow himself up and kill all the police. Well, and, and but instead, they thought it was a bluff. They thought he he may not have had nitromanite in his, in his truck, but then, then they, they checked did. the manifest here's and he did. Here's one thing I did. Okay. Here's what, was uh, Agent Hamilton's assistant very bad at his job? Because he has all the info, but he and doesn't... he didn't recognize that the truck was full of explosives? Yes. Yeah. Like, it, it seems like a lot of people weren't doing their jobs very well at yeah. that point. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so after he says, I'm going to blow you up and kill you all, not in so many he words... He say, okay, yeah. Not in so many words, but in his eyes, you yep. can read everything. Uh, they said... They capitulate. They say, okay, no roadblock. No roadblock for you. No roadblock and for you. And we're going to give you an escort now, apparently. <laughs> Yes, and I'm not exactly sure. Because they don't want him to run into anything. Sure, and the escort is just making sure no one's going to accidentally hit his truck at this point or something. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Might happen. Yeah, I mean, the power balance has shifted. So if there was no roadblock, what is this? What is this? What message is this communicating? I think it's it's certainly not sending the message that blue lives matter. That's that's probably not part of this film. Yeah. Yeah. Although no one dies in this film, so. We've established that. No spoilers. Oh, sorry. Let's not get out of ourselves. Let's not get out of ourselves. You uh, were comparing that to like the uh, Sam Peckinpah movie, Pat, Baron the, Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid. So Pat, many people. Pat Barrett. Pat Barrett and Gilly the Kid. <laughs> Pat Barrett and Gilly, Gilly the Kid. Gilly. Uh, everyone dies. Just so many people die. And no one dies here. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's more friendly. It's more cuddly. Uh, okay, so. Well, this was a film made to make money. 
And it did. Oh, Made it did. mega bucks. Uh, so they go into town. Mm-hmm. And do the police have a plan at this point? Or is it just like, okay, you won, we lost. I and mean, now we're well, just... Ha- well, so, you, uh, I mean, my theory on it... Well, first of all, Mr. FBI is gone. I don't know where he is at this point. Agent Hamilton? He doesn't, Agent Hamilton he doesn't even factor into this episode. Yeah. There is a point where, where Steve Chasey Love tries to radio Lyle, which is weird. <laughs> is that really happening? <laughs> yeah. I kind of missed that. He, I wrote it down somewhere here. Here, right here. What's wrong with that guy? Maybe not, maybe not. No, he says, uh, so he says, get traffic control at every signal and hurry. So that's him saying, sure. make sure, make sure you, make sure you clear the path for the convoy. And then he has trouble starting his car. And then he says, do you read Wallace? Do you read me? Which Wallace is Lyle Wallace. Yeah. Sheriff Lyle Wallace in Tosha County. Interesting. Yeah, so, so Chief, Steve Chasey Love is trying to radio to Lyle, which is weird. Sure. But then he gets stuck behind the so water right truck. So right now we're in Agua Dolce, New Mexico. Mm-hmm. And we're, uh, they're going through town. Although up on the sign it says, Welcome to Las Vegas, July 4th uh, Fiesta. That's weird. This is that counts. a goof? That, which part is a goof? Is it a goof that... This doesn't look like Las Vegas. <laughs> well, it's Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, no, Nevada. Las, Las Vegas, Vegas, Nevada is pretty famous. No, no, Las different. Vegas, New Mexico. Is there a Las Vegas, New Mexico? Yeah, I was looking a lot about is it. Is that where they filmed this, this scene? Yes, they they did not go out of their way to print a sign saying Las Vegas. Uh, welcome to Las Vegas. Yeah. Uh, and I believe, is it probably right to assume this is actually, they filmed it on the Fiesta? Probably not. Um, no, no, because all these people would have had to be actual extras. I, yeah. They wouldn't have just filmed the public here. So it's still like this. It's the 6th of June still, right? Yeah. It's a long day. Yeah, long day, long movie. I mean, so what's happened so far in the movie? It started at noon. Is it noon? Yeah, the Arizona noon on the 6th of June. And... It's still light out. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I'd say it looks like it's like... long days on the 6th of June. I mean, they started... It was long summer days. Arizona. Yeah. And then they stopped for a leisurely lunch, yeah. a long fight, and then a lot of trucking. Mm. And I'm just saying, it, it's, it seems like a long day. This could be the next day. Maybe they truck through the night. We I don't think so. Okay. They, I think I would have heard... See, like it was getting darker when they got to Sharky's Road. No, got sandier, got dustier. That's right, got dust, dusty Winnemucca Road. Dusty, dusty. Yes, correct. Okay. Incorrect. Uh, incorrect? What about incorrect? It's in the correct bucket. It's incorrect. Ah, uh, incorrect. Yes. Um, in Bangor, Baltimore, Salvador, Tokyo. So, 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 uh, he, here's the thing. If they're going to go through the town, they, they set the roadblock first off because he did not want the truckers to go through his town. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're looking what he is, does does uh, Steve Chasey love, does he crave justice or is just he just wants to keep everyone safe? He wants to keep people safe. I don't think Steve Chasey love is super in, involved in terms of stopping the convoy. Or I don't think he's, he has a stake in stopping the convoy. He just wants to make sure it gets through his territory without incident. I think that's his priority at this point. Yeah, so he wants to keep his town safe. Although by, I by also think he is somewhat um, sort of, uh, you know, he's he's is recognizing, for whatever reason, uh, Lyle's authority. Right? I think, like, if Lyle told Steve Chasey Love, you need to stop that convoy, right? I think he's doing what reasonably can be expected of another law enforcement official to help an officer in hot pursuit. Yeah. 
Yeah. I believe that's I believe that's all he's doing. Yeah. It wants to keep his town safe. Keep the roadblock, town safe. roadblock failed. So now yep. what he's saying is, is I don't want explosions in my yes, town. Especially in the town. That's what I was gonna say is basically I think the priority now is you wanna get it through the town. You wanna get it through the populated area. Yeah. You you can you you know you can have the standoff out in the middle of the desert. And if whatever. he wanted to be riskier, he could have actually tried to stop. You know, he probably because they're taking a lot of turns. Yeah. Oh, they're going very slowly through the town. They're sitting ducks. Yeah, it's literally. Yeah, literally. Uh, they all are sitting literal ducks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and but they're they're playing it so safe that they're taking no intersections at all. They're just going through the town. Yes. And then after they go through town, you imagine they immediately drop it. And then the Agua Dolce Police Department will say, and away you go, mm-hmm. continue trucking, you're no longer our business. Yep. Does that seem to be correct? I think that's perfectly correct. So it, so at the beginning, when it's happening, Steve J.C. Love seems he's in an awful hurry to join the rest of his police officers. It's because he wants to be extremely responsible himself that I am helping them go through. Yeah. Yeah, I think he wants to be there to make sure they get through the town safely. Yeah. And he fails. Yeah, he gets stuck behind a water truck. Imagine if, just imagine the movie takes a different turn, and the uh, a car backs out of an alley, hits rubber duck, he explodes, his truck explodes, the entire town is just an inferno of fire. It'd be, it would be all Steve Chase Love's fault. <laughs> and he's he's stuck behind the water car. Yep. Close credits. That'd be a good movie. Uh, that that'd be like Old Sam. <laughs> old Sam. <laughs> so it's um, a classic <laughs> ending. That old Sam would have loved. So, uh, question: What happened? Uh, to are Bob? we uh, ready for questions? No, but I have a um, I have a question that's not one of the question not, not one of the episode of questions. questions. Okay, okay, okay. This is a tangential question, which is: What happened to Bob Bookman? Bob Bookman defecated in his pants. <laughs> yes, he did. And then, that's right, I forgot about and that. I believe their car no longer ran, mm. and uh, and somehow we never really talked about that. Lyle Wallace left the car on foot, perhaps, or they and got radioed in the helicopter. They got and somehow got the FBI to pick him up. To pick him up. That's weird. It's kind of weird. Yeah. And then uh, where'd Bob Bookman go? Who knows? I mean, I don't think he's much use. Mm. I'll talk. All talk, no action. Um, so, yeah, I think everything's understood. So, uh, Steve Chasey Love is humiliated by being stuck on this water truck. Look at that WLV on the guy's uh, French horn. Yes. West, West Las, Las Vegas. Vegas. Yes. Yeah. Well, look up this. Look up West Las Vegas uh, band uniform. Wow. Man, they didn't even try to hide it. No, they did not. I mean, they would probably expect every moviegoer in 1978 would recognize the famous Las Vegas. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even try to hide it. That's not it. This, this is what I get when I Look search up West, Fox, West <laughs> Las Vegas band New Mexico. Uniform. New Mexico. Well, this is... And type in high school band. This is a good uniform. Well, I, it worked for me. Okay, West Las Vegas. New Mexico. New Mexico. That's the yeah. Are you seeing the mariachi stuff yet? There's. How did I get it? And you're failing so terribly at this. Uh-huh. And this this kind of depicts it. Yeah, that's a yeah green people. It. Yeah, it's green people. Yeah, the famous. Oh, <laughs> the, the West Las Vegas green people. The West Las Vegas green people. Um, okay, so here's my. You ready? Or is it time for questions? They, they, they mentioned that uh, Las Vegas, New Mexico, has three different sections. 
the west part, the old town, and the something else east. And they are all, they have three competitive high schools mm. with each other. Mm-hmm. Let's roll through them. Rivals. What are they? Uh, I'm, I'm supposed to know your questions? <laughs> no, we're not yet into questions. These are tangential questions. No, 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 no. We're rolling through the high schools. What are the three competitive high schools? I don't know. I don't have the internet right now. Oh, well, we'll never know. Well, I'll look it up. I'll, I'll use this computer. Uh, look up. Use the research computer. Yes, I, I have uh, I recently acquired a research computer. It's pretty good. I like it. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, when, do we need to wrap up the story? The the, the fable of uh, of our, West uh, Las Vegas? Love? Oh, Chief Stacy Love. Well, he... So, uh, is there other stuff that happens? He's stuck behind the... He's stuck behind the water car this whole episode, right? He doesn't get out of it. And is this the last you ever see of him? <laughs> well, we'll find out. We'll, yeah, I don't we'll know. Find out later. Uh, so, 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 so. Okay, let's get to the freaking questions. Okay, here's the. Okay, this is the episode of questions. We're gonna roll through some questions here. Are you ready? I am ready. What are the three high schools in West Las Vegas, New Mexico? That's a good, you wrote that down. That's that's a really good question. Yeah, that's question number one. Okay. Uh, if you have answers, you can call in. We're not gonna pick it up because we are not in day play. Uh, so they're both known as West Las Vegas, Old Town, mm, and uh, Old Town, like East, San Las, East Las Vegas, New Town, separated by the Gallinas River. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so continuing on, let me look up high schools. You know what movie was shot largely in Las Vegas, New Mexico? Convoy. Uh, it had a couple scenes. And uh, it is the movie Semi-Tough. Uh, no Controlled Men. Wow, really? A lot of movies were shot so here. So it's, it's a famous film destination. It is a famous film destination. Wow. Everyone loves it because it's called Las Vegas. In- incredibly right. Let's continue. Okay, here's my questions. Um, police are all of a sudden in a, hu- in a hurry to follow them? That was weird. Why are they in a hurry to follow them? But we figured that out. It's because they want like, yeah, to clear a path. Get traffic control at every signal and hurry didn't make sense, but now it makes a little more sense. These are, are these the caliber of your questions? Is there, we're getting through them here. I think these also, it's more of a statement. That doesn't make sense. Which, can, which are two things which do not comprise a question. Why won't the car start? That's a question. I, I would check the solenoid. Okay. Um, you ever had a starter problem in your car? No. It happens more in cold weather areas. Uh, so a California boy probably wouldn't know it. I, uh, yeah. Do, I don't think electric cars need starters. Oh, wow. Ooh. Making a political statement. Um, Stacy. Lo- oh, no. Uh, very mystified cops. Why are they stuck? Uh, mystified? Where Where are they stuck? Very mystified cops. Why are they stuck? The The... Uh, behind the water truck? Yes. We need to talk about that. Why are they stuck? That's so a question. He, he That's a good question, right? Get, okay, let's talk about it. Okay. They try to get out yeah. and get into town. Instead, he pulls directly behind <laughs> no. a truck, spraying water onto yep. on And gets him. trapped, but not in any stationary fashion. They're it's moving. Two-lane road. Two-lane road. There, it plenty seems, of opportunity to slow down and get out of the water spray. So they show a shot inside, and when he's inside... He can't really see if he can go left or right. Yeah. And he turns on the wipers. That doesn't help. It doesn't help. He, he, I guess he doesn't realize that if he gets behind it. Yeah, he just slows down a little bit. But I guess, isn't that kind of like life? Maybe you're, he doesn't. You're, you're, always, you're so blind to where yeah. you are in life, and you can't even get around. You don't know that just slowing down makes He's everything clearer. slow down. Yeah. That's a good statement. Yeah. I think So I think what's should supposed we, to be happening here. Should we write a book 
inspirational stories from Convoy. Slow down, like. No, I think we called uh, slow down chicken soup for the the convoy lover. Love way. (laughs) Chicken soup for the convoy hearts. For the convoy lover. Chicken soup for the convoy soul. There you go. Chicken soup for the convoy. Yeah, we can do that. We can, because convoy is a generic word. And uh, I'm sh- yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I think we should do this because there's a lot you can you can learn about you know good living mm-hmm. in convoy. Uh, so I love that magazine. <laughs> yes. Oh, that'd be great. We really are limiting ourselves. We do one stupid podcast <laughs> when we could be making a multi-media uh, business empire. Business empire. Okay, so um, so I think the only plausible explanation is that they get caught in the water without realizing what it was, and now they're in this water storm and they that they don't know what it is. Literally minutes. Oh yeah, and I they mean, don't know what it is. They don't know if slowing down is going to like make them fall off a cliff or something. So they just keep rolling along. I mean, it appears they're well out of Agua Dulce. They're well out of town. Tell me about Agua Dulce. And they're still stuck. Is, is he still? I think they're right pro- in the middle of Agua Dulce. Is he still like approaching his own water. town? Oh. Yeah, like it seems like. Yeah, he's getting into his town. So that's it's crazy. But you could also argue he's in the middle of Agua Dulce. Is he? So eventually, the water truck will will no longer be heading into town. Yeah. Or they'll hit some sort of intersection. Can you imagine as soon as? But it's the an whole time, the whole time. Yes. Right in the middle yes. of Agua Dulce. <laughs> you think that's the rest of his life? Uh, yeah, this is this is this is the new. This the is just, truck gets aerial refueling. Yeah. Never has to run out of water. This is hell. And they keep Chief Stacy Love, Steve Chasey Love, in it's hell. That's, in this hell. is literally hell with more agua dulce. This is. I mean, that's a terrible way to live. Your I don't life. think there's water in hell though. It's all evaporated. Well, there's no water for him to drink. It's all mm. outside his car. Uh, next question, please. Next question. Okay. Um, 18-wheel Eddie is on a golf course? What's happening? <laughs> Again, amazing question. I can see. <laughs> Another question where it's what's happening is, is the question. That's it's the episode of questions. <laughs> Not everyone who has a golf cart is, is a golfer. <laughs> well, I'm just presenting this as it occurred to me as a question at the time. I would have thought there'd be some sort of editorial <laughs> Uh, part of this thing where you'd actually take out the bad questions, but apparently that was not that did not happen. It's the episode of questions. We have plenty of questions. Okay. Okay, moving on. I mean, I think that's valid in some ways, but... Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Duck, did you see what you did is a weird line. Uh, who said this? Uh, Melissa. <laughs> when they get to the town and there's a band playing, she yeah. says, Duck, did you see what you did? And what did he respond by doing? Uh, he responded by saying, they're, look, they're on our side. And I then, think they're on our side. And then he honks his horn. He does honk his horn. But how does he do it? Pulling on it? You should see his... Would you do it underhand or overhand? That's a question. <laughs> underhand. So you think? So let's watch. Let's watch and see how he does it. So you, th- I, some would say you do it overhand. No, no. Some say you do it underhand. So let's see what Rubber Duck does. does he do it with two hands. Let's see. Let's, let's okay. watch and see. All right. So it's weird that immediately upon seeing a band in the town square, also yes, it does not look like a dusty road that Steve Chase loves. Dusty Winnemucca Road. It does not look dusty. Okay, here it is, right here. Nope, this is the Jesus Freaks. Never mind. 
So it's weird that upon coming into this town and seeing a band in the town square, which could be anything, could be no reason anything. that band is there to celebrate them. What? Melissa leads with, Duck, did you see what you did? This is A.T. Miletti. He's very old and in a golf cart. It's a sight gag. It's good. It's a sight gag. Okay, let's watch this. Did you see oh, what you did? it's wow. Widow Woman, not Melissa. I think they're on our side. <laughs> <laughs> he, he does it overhand. Yeah. Did you not watch it very carefully? Yeah, he kind of wraps his hand. or He does it underhand, and then he flips around. He does it underhand, fails. He grabs it air, does it underhand, fails again, and then does it overhand and gets it. Amazing. That's what real truckers do. That is what they take three times. Never so, more than three. Okay, all these reaction shots. So here's this whole, this five minutes. A lot of questions. Okay, a lot of questions, and it just really annoys a me. A lot you. of, this band annoys me. This the song they're playing in annoys 18, me. <laughs> this song gets stuck in my head. I said band music is annoying and is now stuck in my head. I wrote that down. Wheel Eddie, yeah. he has a golf cart. He already has a CB attached yeah. to his roof. That's what I find weird. So has he always been a trucker yeah. fan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, that's the point. It's I mean, sight gag. I mean, wouldn't he? It, it seems like you're trying to show that this got people into the convoy spirit. Yeah. But they're they're finding people who are already way into convoy. Yeah. Well, in the '70s, everyone was. I'm not sure. Uh, well, you weren't around in okay, the '70s. Okay. Next question, please. Okay. Now, I, let me just say, this whole episode, th- these five minutes just really annoy me. I don't like any part of it. I don't like any of the characters in it. I don't do like any part of it. Go to sound effects over there. Yeah. See, in the, in the spot box over there? Mm-hmm. SFX? Yep. Uh, play the ringing sound before every question. Bell ring. Ringing. Bell ring. Yeah. Okay. Bell okay. ring. Yeah, I think this is going to be uh, a good sonic atmosphere. I don't know what to load it over. Okay. Okay. Okay, let's hear it. Question? That's good. That's good. good. All right. Okay, question. Question. Um, This will help the listeners determine when new questions happen. What was the last one I said? Oh, Duck, did you see what you did is a weird line. That was my last question. Yes. Okay, next question. What a woman. What a woman did say it. Not Melissa. I got that wrong. Next question. Okay. Um... This band was organized very quickly. I think they're already in town. Okay. Do you All think right. that you already think that some CB fanatics in town, such as 18 Wheel Eddie, mm-hmm. organized the band? No, it just organized the townspeople. Say this is the great day for our town, Agudolce. We're the getting out there. It's coming. like the Tour de France coming through. Yeah, I mean, if you heard that a hundred trucks are going through your town, oh, you'd be out there immediately. Do they? Do they normally go through the middle of town? Because it seems like this is a, a major highway, and then mm. suddenly they're just going through main town square of, of Aguadulce. <laughs> it seems weird. It seems like they they didn't really leave a highway at any point. Why did they choose to... Did they actually take an off-ramp? 
Uh, they seem to have, yeah. Or the, or the highway goes straight through the town square, yeah. So it would seem that instead of trying to get them out of the town square, uh, Steve Chasey Love's police officers actually went out of their way to, to make sure... To direct them through the town square. Yeah, you got to provide in, some excitement here. Unless it's here. a one-lane city, which I don't think it is. I think looking at the urban design of the city... One-horse town? Yeah, I don't think so. One-lane city. Yep. Okay. Uh... The reporter slash governor's assistant says... Chuck Rinaldi. Yes. Describes the trucks when they entered New Mexico as not si- or as six of one and half a dozen of another. That's a phrase. Six of one and half a dozen of another? Well, I think it's a phrase you say when, like, tomato-tomato means oh. it's the same, same difference. Same diff. But he is mean to say it's just six, mm. which is, I guess, another way of saying it. Um... This episode has a lot of question marks. That's... I wrote that down? I do not think that counts as a question. First of all, that's not really a new piece of information. Second of all, it's not a question. Well, no, but then I wrote the question. Here's here's the real question. Okay. Why is the Stacy Love car still behind the water truck? We've we've discussed this, but it's a good question. Just slow down. (laughs) He's panicked. All right. Okay. Is this guy a reporter or a governor's assistant? He's a governor's assistant. Well, okay. But all he these, might be doing a reporting sure. on the side. All these things are simpler in retrospect. So as we get to the book, mm-hmm. those are two characters combined at once. There's actually a reporter. Mm-hmm. And then later, there's a governor's assistant. Oh, well, that explains why it's so confusing. <laughs> because some of his lines sound like the lines of a reporter, and some of his lines sound like the lines of a governor's assistant. Yeah, I mean, I would say... Uh, that explains it. That explains it. That's not good. I don't like that. I think they did a bad thing there. No, I think it's, why can't a government assistant be making some reporting bucks? <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. I guess the problem is, if you were a reporter and a government assistant, you'd have all the reasons in the world to create uh, scandals. That's Because yeah. it's good news. Yep. Good news. Yeah. Okay. He said, ladies and gentlemen, earlier like a news broadcast. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Why does he have a camera? Why did he do an opening intro? Here's another question for you. Mm-hmm. Why doesn't Melissa have a camera? She does. She takes a picture of Duck. When? When he's talking, or no, when he's like cruising by the... Yeah, she definitely takes a picture of him. You'll see oh. in the next scene. Oh, it's actually during these oh, scenes. Oh, I noticed it. I almost noted it. I noticed really? it. I didn't note it. <laughs> yeah. That's a, what's the threshold almost noting? <laughs> oh, I guess I missed it. I guess I yeah, missed she it. takes a picture of is him. Is this the first time we've seen the camera since this, since this all started? Since the beginning, yeah. Since the beginning of time? Mm-hmm. Uh, it might be. Um, okay. Um... Because there's actually a... This, see, this is a reporter. There's a... Same guy. It's the same guy as the governor's assistant. It's weird. Why is he talking to a camera? What's he doing? A news report? No, he's a governor's assistant. Governor's assistants don't do news reports. Maybe they don't have a standard newscaster, so they got the former newscaster, now a governor's assistant. Hey, can you help us out here? He does look like a former newscaster. He, he does a great Looks job. Like a current newscaster. I mean, if you wanted to be a governor's assistant, a guy in journalism would not be a terrible no, guy for the job. A good idea, yeah. Great, great Keep him for the job. Keep him honest. Keep him busy. Keep him out of trouble. Oh, it's a camera. There's the, right there. See? What did I tell you? There's a, I, she I, takes a picture of him just as the reporter is, the governor's assistant, is creeping up on him. Because in the book, there's a major subplot in which uh, the reporter asks Melissa... Why don't you have your camera? You can mm. be you can make making photographs and making big money. Oh, and then she says, "I lost it." 
What? <laughs> That's bizarre. Yeah. There's a lot of garbage in this uh, Patriot Convo. Why does the reporter ask her if she... Oh, does she tell him she's a photographer? I'll get to that. Okay, okay. It's, it's really bad. All right, here we go. Um, Question? We're sick and tired of beating the eyeballs out coast to coast and having the damn Smokies rip us off for our green stands. Well, I wrote that down as uh, grease stamps. Don't well, know. That wasn't a thing. Uh, I don't know the green stands is this thing either. I he says a lot of questions. He says it used to be you'd be able to go. Uh, let's okay background. This is what old iguana says to the reporter, which we don't actually see. He's not a reporter. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's what he says to Chuck Arnaldi, but we only hear this in the background over the CB. I hate that more every time I watch this. How about it? Think I ought to talk to him? Yeah, I do. 70 in some states and 80 in others if they didn't catch up with him. We're sick and tired of beating our eyeballs out coast to coast and having the damn smokies lift us off for our green stamps. So you believe in what the rubber duck's doing, is that it? Green stamps? Oh, green stamps were trading stamps popular in the United States from the 1930s until the late 1980s. They were distributed as part of a rewards program operated by Sperry and Hutchinson Company. I don't think this is it. During the 1960s, the company promoted its rewards catalog as being the largest publication in the United States. Search for truck on this page. Green stamps, history, trucks. Trucks? Out of gas. Huh? During the oil crisis. <gasps> yeah. Are they, are they ration cards? Are they ration cards? Is this... Ready? Ready? Yeah. Dang answers. That's the answer bell. Is it the... Ding. And it's ding. It ding is it the question times, bell and answer bell? Four times for answers. Okay. Yeah. It's the question bell if it's one ding like this. Okay. Good. That's a question. All right. Answer. You ready? Sure. Oh, that's lovely. That's lovely. <laughs> that's, that's for answers. Okay. During the 1970s and 1980s, the term green stamps was commonly used by truckers and other motorists on citizens band CB radios to refer to money. For instance, a radio operator advising fellow operators that old Smokey just got some of my green stamps was understood to be saying a highway patrolman has just stopped him and given him a traffic Wonderful. ticket. Wonderful. This usage. We should have already known that. This it's actually use, embarrassing. I know we didn't do that research on that. Well, you thought it was grease stamps. That's why I didn't get it. This usage still occurs in the CB radio community. Is so, there still a CB radio community? Yeah. Well, we should join it. Call uh, in. We should uh, should we take off FM and go to CB? That makes sense. That would make oh, in breaking away. So I have a question. Breaking away the movie. So I have a question. First, before you get to this, can I have a question. They sing a song about green stamps. Do they? Great. <laughs> yeah. Can you can you give me a, a question, son? <laughs> 1970 movie, The Touch of Satan. Oh, one of what? the one of the actors is offered stamps after filling up his car with fuel. Yeah, I know, uh, Mystery Science Zero 3000 did that. Good. A touch of... Okay. okay, ready? Yeah, I'm ready for my question. It is a question, right? Not an, a- not an answer? Because an answer would be this. That'd be an answer. Well, yeah, it's not an answer? No answer. Okay, so then hold on, hold on, that. hold on. Ready? Okay. Thank you. Okay. Uh, What's here's the a question. question. Uh, so 18-wheeler uh, Eddie. 18-wheeler Eddie, yep. He has popcorn in his golf cart. Yep. What's with that? 
Um, why does he have popcorn in his golf? Well, some golfers have popcorn while they're golfing. He's not a golfer. Uh, he, he might be. He's on a golf course. No, he's not. He's, on, he's outside the town square of Agudolce. Oh. And uh, looking at the town, I don't think any golf course would grow here. It's in New Mexico. Oh, uh, there are tons no, of golf courses in New Mexico. It's Come on. giant paper bags. There are so many golf courses in New Mexico. But not in Agudolce. Number show of me, golf courses show me how many. in Okay, find the closest to Las Vegas, New Mexico. <laughs> yes. Okay, the first result for a number of golf courses in New Mexico sure. is Golf, New Mexico. Good. <laughs> which Google has added an annotation <laughs> saying this site may be hacked. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Okay. Um, okay. So, All right. So, you just so, go to so it's map. big news. Big news. Golf. New, big news. Big news is two dings. That's Good. big news. Big news. Sure. Golf New Mexico has been hacked. Dang it. <laughs> Where am I going to my uh, New Mexico golf news? I know. We were so close to golfing in New Mexico. And then, okay. Um, Okay, I'm going to try two things here. One is a Wolfram Alpha search for okay, the same thing. I'm going to go in. I just want to find out my answer, which is what is uh, what is the closest golf course to Las Vegas, New Mexico? Closest. Well, let's search for Las Vegas, New Mexico. Well, let me search for golf course, Las Vegas, New Mexico. Oh, there's tons of them. There's, there's a municipal park with the Gene Torres golf course right there. Right there in the middle of the town. There's in municipal park, there's a golf course. There's in the municipal park, which could also be referred to as the town square. Nope, that's a different area. Okay. Well, the town square, so go I know, it's this little southwest. square here. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Lincoln so, Park? Is so Lincoln Park the town square? Do you think when they filmed it, do you think that golf cart came from uh, Probably from park? Gene Torres golf course. Let's see if we or can find someone a- could be someone who lives in between the town square and Gene Torres Golf Course and drives their golf cart to the golf course. There, I just want to point out, yeah, there is a golf course incredibly close to the town square. That's true. I mean, like probably about as close as you could possibly imagine to that town square. That's true. There's a golf course. That's true. Uh, so <laughs> let's see if we can find a Gene Torres. I mean, it's like it's like honest. less than five minutes away. You're listening to Casey Shoe Stanford. This is Earful of Convoy. We're t- discussing the 13th five minutes of Convoy. You're not. You're you're probably listening on the podcast. Yeah, maybe. And then this is not Casey Shoe Stanford. No, where it's Podcast Town. Okay. Um, so this, I mean, within less than a five minutes drive, there is a golf course. Okay, so we're just gonna say that's right. Okay. And then the second is new, number of golf courses in New Mexico. Is, and, uh, and the result we've gotten for that uh, from Wolfram Alpha is, assuming Mexico is a country, good, good <laughs> assumption, Mexico's population is 119 million people. Yeah, right in the money. <laughs> Life expectancy is 77.5 years. Pretty high. A lot of time to golf. A lot of time to golf. Median age, though, is 26 years. Hmm. Mm. Uh, and it's about 1.2 times the current population of the Philippines. So did that answer a question? No. Wait, 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 wait. Mm. So it says, do you say it says Mexico's country or New Mexico's country? It said assuming Mexico is a country. So it just scratched all of the number of golf courses in new. <laughs> just got rid of all that and it said, I know what you want. Okay, so you said. You the, want facts about Mexico. You said life expectancy is, is how Let much? me put parentheses around this thing. The median age is so young. Number wow. of golf courses I, I, in New Mexico. 
I put parentheses around those queries. Oh, that's taking a while to compute. The war from cloud is getting its tendrils into this query. Assuming Mexico is a country. Good assumption. I can use it as an administrative division instead. I'm not going to do that. I did do that. Okay. Uh, Gene Torres Golf Course. Huh? Closing that. All right. Um, what else we got? You should uh, go to... Uh, it's a good good uh, website. Mm-hmm. Is uh, My Town Square Las Vegas. <laughs> good. Um, okay. This- Options. Should sure. we write an email to the Dog Brothers? Uh, yeah, well, let's, let's, are you done with questions? I'm done. Those are all my questions. This is done with questions is five bells. That's, that's, wasn't that many questions. All right. That's done with questions. Okay. Uh, yeah, you, you say open up your favorite email client. Okay. My favorite email client is my web browser. Ooh. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. And I'm gonna write. I'm gonna first of all, I'm gonna find your email where you where you sent me. Here's, here's a question for you. The, What's the purpose of the convoy? Oh, I know what the purpose is. What is it? Uh, I wrote it down. The purpose of the convoy is to keep moving. That's correct. Also, there's a really rude line after that. Where he goes, uh, Melissa says, "Ask him what he wants to know." And he says, you want to run this? <laughs> Which I thought was really um, unnecessary. Um, okay, big news. Sure. Uh, Mark Chambers has uh, liked one of our tweets. Good. Great <laughs> news. Combo. Uh, other big news, I'm not going to the Gigafactory opening. Is that where gigapets are made? Yes. Uh, this is what happens when you open your email. You get distracted by other things. Yeah, stay focused. I, I'm trying to focus. What am I looking for? I'm looking for your email. Yeah. That has the Dog Brothers, partial Dog Bros emails. Here we go. Sure. Let's read them on the air. That's not. Well, it's it's public knowledge. It's public knowledge, but I feel like we don't need to send our, our rabid listeners in the direction of the Dog Brothers. They're maniacs. They're ma- our listeners are maniacs. Okay. Uh, so, Sador. Sounds kind of evil when you say it like that. Yep. <laughs> Garner Simmons. That's not evil? Sounds pretty evil to me. <laughs> okay. Uh, I should just be dragging these because I might be typing them wrong. <laughs> it's a possibility. Don't want to type these wrong. Nick Nick Redman, you, you didn't find, huh? I gave up. I couldn't find it. Okay. Um... Should I CC you directly or should I CC staff at Earful of Convoy? You should only do staff at Earful of Convoy. Should I send it from staff at Earful of Convoy or should I send it from... If you can, is it set up yet? No, I need to set it up as an alias. Well, I'd say you can do that. Should I do that? You should probably do that. And let's let the listeners know how you do it. It'll still be my name. It'll just say staff at Earful of Convoy. Okay, then don't do it. Okay, I'm not going to do it. All right. Um, um, Then again... (laughs) Okay, let's draft this email to the Dog Brothers. So I think subject line is we're feuding with you. No, oh, oh, I, no, no, no I would say, say a um, feud about a feud has begun. What about uh, with respect to our feud? That's right. You want to assume they already know about it. Yes. With respect <laughs> to our feud. Great. Dear Garner. 
Dear Garner. Dear Dog Brothers. And Dear Dog Brothers. Dear Dog Brothers. Uh, greetings. Greetings. Uh, as you may have noticed. As you likely already know. Good. Um, uh, you are currently in the feuding section of our website. That's cutting to the chase too much. As you likely already know. Uh, we, we are the hosts of, of a popular internet radio internet radio okay of of earful of convoy earful of convoy a popular internet well don't a, oversell it okay, just pop, say we're the number one podcast. number one podcast the in northern one, california the number one no i accidentally wrote number two the, <laughs> oh jeez <laughs> don't want to make those mistakes <laughs> Dear Dog Brothers, greetings. As you likely already if see, know. If they see that, there's I'm going to say as it. you likely know. As you likely know. As you're likely aware. As you likely have heard. As you likely have heard. Yeah. We are the hosts of Earful of Convoy. We should keep this short and sweet. The number one. Northern California's. Northern Northern California's. Northern, Northern California's. Good. Northern California's number one podcast. podcast about the 1970. About a capitalized podcast for some reason. Podcast well, also, also trademark it. about the 1978 movie based upon, upon the, upon the 1976 novel. Should we get the dates right or they won't care? They won't know. It charted in They don't know anything. It did. It did. Novelty song. Uh, they don't know anything about the song. They don't know anything about anything. They're the Dog Brothers. 1976 no- novelty song about trucking. Sure. Um, we uh, would like to inform you. No, they know about the feud. Okay, okay. Uh, as you likely have heard as well, <laughs> just say uh, you're you're you are, you are currently in currently, the feuding section of our website. Currently in the feuding section of our website. Uh, Earful of convoy dot com. Just say we don't like this any more than you do. That's a good line. Yeah. Whoops, I replaced earfulofcombo.com with K. <laughs> good. Good. I can't find his email. Uh, what, Nick Redman? Yeah, I can't find this guy's email. Well, not all people publish their emails publicly on the internet. That sounds dumb. Mm-hmm. I think everyone should have their emails published publicly on the internet. Okay, you are currently in the feuding section of our website, earfulofconvoy.com. Should I should I do hashtag feud? Or what's, well, we got to find out what the actual anchor is. Yeah. Um, hashtag. Let's on, try hashtag I'm, feud. I'm on the internet now, so let me check. Feuding. Feuding. Hashtag feuding. <laughs> there they are. There's the dog brothers. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> oh, the dog brothers. Okay. They're very good. They're great. Um, all right. Earfulofconvoy.com. Hashtag feuding. We, we should ask when they want to talk, because actually talking to them would be good. be great. It's the way to cut to the chase. Greetings. Okay. You are currently in the feuding section of our website, earfulofconvoy.com. Feuding. Uh, we new, don't like this any more than you do. New new uh, sentence? New paragraph? New paragraph. New paragraph. Let's cut to the chase. Let's cut to the chase. Should we explain why they're in the feuding section? No, they'll talk to us about it. This is called a sizzling a Let's sizzling cut to the chase. Uh, we'd like to interview you. We want to interview you to we we need we need to, to settle this feud 
quote unquote on the air. On the air, good in quotes. Settle sounds like violent. Okay, we need There's we no need to discuss yes. this feud on the air. Yes. We'd like yeah. Please let us know your availability. I think I look crazy if I put on the air in quotes. <laughs> I think you look crazy for a number of reasons. <laughs> You're right. That may not be the primary reason this email looks crazy. Yeah. Should we tone it down well, in order to prevent the Dog Brothers from calling the police on us? I, there's nothing illegal here. That, does, that doesn't. That, there doesn't have to be something illegal here for them to file something with the police. Um they're public figures. They are public figures. We're emailing them at their public addresses. Yeah. It is an email with the subject line, with respect to our feuds. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. Maybe I'll send this from the staff at Earful of Convoy. Uh, That's good. Email account. All right. Let's pause while I set that up as an alias. <laughs> good. Let's do it. How do you do it? Three, two, one. Pause. <laughs> good pause. So in the uh, in the meantime, I continue to try to find Nick Redman's email. If you know Nick Redman's email, you can uh, text it into us six five zero seven two three nine zero one zero. We're on a uh, radio right now, live, and if this is a, a podcast, you can still text in six five zero seven two three nine zero one zero. Let us know how we're doing. Uh, you should like and subscribe us on iTunes. Give us a review. Uh, anything else I should say? Nope. Keep going. I'm paused. Okay. There's a lot. I mean, so most of my notes are about things you see in the background during these five minutes. And there's a lot of amazing stuff. Good popcorn. He's got one red bag of popcorn, one yellow bag of popcorn. How's, how's, your, how's your thing going? I'm reading about the uh, treat as an alias option in uh, Gmail. <laughs> Good. Why don't you just tell everyone about it? Uh, Sounds good. Yeah. So, no. So, okay. So, staff. This is our email, by the way. If you want to email us, uh, we got a lot of listener interaction last week while we were doing our air tests. Um, And so, we want to keep that going. So, I guess the thing is, people feel daunted that we're 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 such in we're in our ivory tower here, and we we all we know our ivory basement really. We know everything about convoy, and you don't. don't That's okay. But as far as does a microphone buzz? Everyone's equal. Everyone's equal at that point. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, a name. I can set a name. What's our name? Uh, Is oh, our name just Earful of Convoy? Earful of Convoy. Staff? Earful of Convoy staff. Sure. Earful of Convoy staff? In, or just in, Earful of Convoy? Info, earful of Convoy intern. Earful of Convoy intern. <laughs> um, I'll say Earful of Convoy. Sure. Staff. 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 Staphacoxi metastat. What's that? I don't know. Staphacoxal meningitis. Yes. Yep. Okay. Configure your mail to be sent through earfulofconvoy.com SMTP servers. Do we have SMT servers? Don't think so. Don't think so. So maybe we should just not. Well, but hmm, I wonder if that's that's interesting. Why why is this required? Because who's going to send it? Mm. They're not just going to like take the. What's in it for them? I guess. But I thought you could. S- mm. Do we need to like bail on this and do this some other time once you get your, yeah. your act together? Yeah, I mean we may need to do. Yeah, we we this is 
much more difficult than we thought it okay, would be. Okay, well, in the meantime, you heard part of our letter. Mm-hmm. Please, okay, one, don't let the Dog Brothers know about our draft. It's in draft form. Mm-hmm. It's between you, our listener, and us. And please don't uh, pass it on, okay? Are, is our draft done, though? Oh, with Let me read it out, and we'll, we'll see where we're at. Sure. With respect to our feud, that's the subject. Good. Dear Dog Brothers, greetings. As you likely have heard, as you have likely heard, should we as, have? As you likely have heard. As you have likely heard, we sure. are the hosts of Earful of Convoy, Northern California's number one podcast about the 1978 movie based upon the 1976 novelty song about trucking. Sure. You are currently in the feuding section of our website, earfulofconvoy.com slash hashtag feuding. Can you say instead of in, say inside? You are currently inside the feuding section of our website? Yeah, because they are inside like, the div. You are currently inside the feuding section of our website. That's good. <laughs> I like that Earfulofconvoy.com slash hashtag feuding. We don't like this any more than you do. <laughs> good. Let's cut to the chase. <laughs> we need to discuss this feud on the air. Good. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, would you be willing to join us to just join ask, us for a future episode? Here's a trick. Don't ask. Yeah. Are they willing? Just say, what's your availability? <laughs> Works every time. That's that. I don't want. No, that's an old podcast trick. Would you be willing to join us for a future episode of Earful of Convoy? To discuss your Blu-ray commentary. To discuss... <laughs> discuss, in to quotes, discuss the commentary. Some possible improvements to your Blu-ray commentary. No, they're not going to re-record it. They just want to talk about it. Okay, to discuss your Blu-ray commentary. Sure. Should we mention the honorarium? There's there's an honorarium? We can buy... Ten dollars? Ten dollars. <laughs> Just the same. It's hey, you know what? If anyone asks, it's yeah. the same amount you get for writing a spoiler on movie spoilers. Sure. So it seems fair to me. Seems fair to me. Seems fair to me. Uh, seems fair to me. Seems fair to me. Good. Okay, so let's save this in your draft folder. I'd say screenshot it and put it on Twitter, and let's see what our listeners think. Uh, oh, should we should we continue on? Oh, you know what? I think we might have an SMTP server. Great. This is going well. All right. Um, I, I think we should bail on this segment and okay. move on. Well, that's our segment called We Write an Email to the Dog Brothers. It's a pretty good segment. I enjoyed it. Uh, okay. I am not seeing any GT or anything on the uh, golf cart. We're back in Las Vegas. Do golf New carts Mexico. normally have GT? Oh, you if mean it's for the from golf the... course. <gasps> Wouldn't that be great? Was it Gary Torres? What was it again? Gene Torres. Gene Torres. Gene something like that. Yeah. Okay, what else we got? Do we want to go into page full of convoy? Uh, well, okay, so let's talk about roadside architecture. Mm. Uh, or let's talk about this. I was Road looking arc. this up. There's what's called uh, Unionpedia, the concept map. So here, this just gives an idea of well, all the things we talk about. There are 75 relations to convoy. Number one, action film. That's mm. good. Number two, addiction. Number three, alcoholism. Uh Probably more for Sam Peckinpah than uh, than Robert Duck. Uh, four, Allie McGraw. Five, Arizona. Six, BJ and the Bear. B.L. Norton. BJ and the Bear? 
BJ and the Bear. Why is there a relationship? Oh, just because they're both trucking movies? Apparently. That's a weird thing to, for someone to have cataloged. Billy Joe Spears, Billy Crash Craddock, Billy Hughes, Blanket on the Ground. This is like if Wikipedia didn't have the category pages. <laughs> Possibly. Uh, what, what is Blanket on the Ground? Do we know what that is? And instead just listed all of the all the related things if, on the same page itself. If there are no itself. sentences, <laughs> if there's no sentences, it could just be this. Uh, Blu-ray? It's definitely a connection to Blu-ray. How is Burt Young related? He plays, uh, he plays, uh, Pig Ben. Bring me the head of Alfredo Garcia. Burt Young. Stephanie McCall. Cassie H. Does he? No, he doesn't. Yeah, Burt Young. Are you thinking of someone else? Yeah, I'm thinking of Burt Reynolds. Good. Yeah, that's not yep. him. No, but Burt Reynolds was in Semi-Tough, so you can see why I would be confused. Correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, M60 Machine Gun. I guess we know what kind of machine gun oh, it is. Oh, well, no spoilers. This is not a very good website, Unionpedia. I don't like it. No. Not a great website. And, you know, Rubber Duck wouldn't like it either. He wouldn't because he's, he, he's, he, ain't, he ain't unionized. He's anti-union. Well, he just ain't unionized. Mm. Although he does... Uh, what's going on? What's going on here? So we... Look at that Dodge car. Is that a pickup? Looks small to me. Uh, that's... Oh, that's a... Um, is that an El Camino? No, it's, no, it's, a, it's Dodge. a Dodge. It's a Dodge. It's like a micro... It's like an El Camino, though. Yeah, it's a Dodge... Miniature pickup. It's like a yeah. It's like a. It's like a. It's like an El Camino. Kind of. I don't know what it is though. I don't uh. know. Okay, so let's continue on. It might be a something. So in the background, as we get into uh, Las Vegas, outside of Las Vegas, we see in the background an A and W stand. Mm. Do you co-sign on this, or do you not notice it? I did not notice the A and W stand. Oh, it's great. It's mm. in the long shot of them going to town. In the background, that's it's an a long A&W. shot. A&W uh, stand. Hmm. It's a nice outdoor stand. There's a roof. On top of the roof is a bunch of statues. So oh. I said, hey, now this I got to know more. So I went to roadarch.com slash giants slash aw.html. It's the A&W Burger family. They were introduced in 1963 and uh, when they introduced four choice of hamburgers. Wow. Papa Burger, Mama Burger, Baby Burger and Teen Burger. Canada had a Grandpa Burger, but that did not make it to the U.S. <laughs> well, yeah, and that makes sense. Yeah, U.S. doesn't have grandpas, so you could now pay like Canada does at least. If you wanted to buy this for your franchise, you could spend eighteen hundred dollars and get a set of four of the uh, statues made. Wow. Papa Burger is eight and a half feet tall, and his mug is three feet tall. He's a he's a whole mug of root beer. Wow! Uh, so they made about uh, they made about uh, two hundred sets of these. Okay, and a lot of them still exist. In 1974, well, if you got one of those, why would you ever take it down? Well, in 1974, they introduced the Great Root Bear uh. as their mascot and said to their operators to use them, and they encouraged them to get rid of the burger family. Wow, but they just paid $1,800 for the burger family. Well, they stopped in 1964. So this is oh, a full 10 years okay. after yeah. ancient history. Yeah, got and, it. And uh, So it's, it's coming up in the next scene. It's, uh... No, not this scene. This scene's just about water. What is wrong with that guy? That's a good question. So, in the background here... There. See, wow, I do see aren't it. Aren't they great? Yeah, aren't they're they huge. fantastic? They're huge. 
I that's just great. I wonder. Uh, I that's Road Arch for you. I could not find this road in the history of, uh, or in the surrounding area of. Uh, oh, well, that A and W's got to be there, right? No, there's no A and W near. Uh, it, might, oh. it may not be in Las Vegas where that is. Huh. In the movie, it's Nago Dolce. So, right after the Vago Dolce, you see them outside of another town that's in Bellin, New Mexico. In Bellin, New Mexico, there's a long straightaway. Uh, Bellin really likes this. If you go to look up Bellin Convoy, you can see it has all the movies filmed here. <laughs> movies filmed here in the Bellin Partnership. I just watched him grab for that horn and miss it again. Isn't it great? It's pretty good. So check out this. This is Bellin. Go down. You see Convoy. Swing boat. Swing boat. There it is. Convoy. That scene's coming up. There's lovely Bellin, New Mexico. Wow. Here, okay, there's a bunch of people holding signs. Do you read these signs? No. One of them says, and I find this strange. You know what it says? It says, nope. we don't need you truckers. Weird. Isn't that weird? Maybe they're saying, we don't need you to haul goods anymore. You can just go and be free. I mean, do you think it's, have we reached trucker backlash? There it is. We don't need you truckers. We don't need you trucker. I think that's just, yeah, we don't need you. Go be free. Oh. Yeah. You're released from duty. <laughs> That's a very positive thing. Yeah. I mean, it's it's in this world you get the idea that everyone is on the trucker side. Well, well except except who they are, what they are, and where they're going. There so is. No one's been hurt except uh, maybe the pride of a couple of law enforcement officers. In the background, you hear uh, Chris Jefferson's band playing mm-hmm. the part of the Jesus Freaks singing a song. We got a great big convoy, or we got a convoy. We got a great big convoy. But they're singing like it's a different melody entirely. No. It's just, mm. it's just odd. And that's not in the soundtrack. It should be. It's mm. great. It's great. Um, I wrote Green Town because it is a Green Town. Uh, I think it's interesting that the high school band has mariachi hats. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have a lot of like things to, uh, in the background. A lot of things in the background. There's a sign for Sp- Sprouse Ritz. S Sprouse Ritz. Yeah. So look up this. It's actually a pretty interesting thing. S P R U S. Oh yeah, I'm all over it. Sprouse yeah. Ritz is a defunct chain of five and dime stores based in Portland, Oregon. Founded in 1909, yeah. it had more than 300 stores in 11 states, including New Mexico, probably. Uh, around January 1989, the declining retailer tried to revive its business by it's rebranding a- its stores Sprouse. And that's now the, the logo on the Wikipedia in the upper right. Yeah. It, it does look pretty edgy. Let's admit it. Very edgy. I, I think 1989-style edgy. So five and dime. Is it is, is the problem that just sounds too chintzy if you don't want five and dimes? I just, yeah, I don't think people shop at five and dime. Well, at some point, they stopped, the stuff in them stopped costing fives and dimes. But dollar stores is still a dollar. Well, yeah. Except the ones that are Whoa. like, everything's a multiple of a dollar. They had a, they were listed on NASDAQ. Really? What? Why would they be listed on NASDAQ? Isn't that just their tech? That's really weird. What? How much do they sell for now? Well, they're not listed anymore. Uh, but can't you buy just in case you get back in business? Total assets were $80 million. Whoa, that's a, lot, that's a lot of fives and dimes. Okay, wait. So, S T R S, S T R S. 
Oh. Are you worried if they, they reused NASDAQ. it? NASDAQ. No, I want, I want to find the... Oh, yeah, it is. Stratus Properties. Oh, well, that's probably... Wait. Well, what? I think this is them. Because there's data as of 1992. What? So they must have turned into a company that was just... That was... What? Maybe it turned into a company that was just the holdings of all of their stores? Of all the prop- former properties of their stores? And they're still around? I don't know. I don't think that This is hard any- to parse. Well, because it, it didn't even... The last store is closed in 1994. Sure. And there's an STRS stock that just has data... warehouses. Of- that has data going back to 92. It was $4 in 1992. How much is it now? Eighteen thirty-five. Whoa. Yeah. That's always it saved. peaked in on May fourth, two thousand seven. A wonderful day for the for the Strauss brand. Yep, at thirty six dollars and ninety two cents. Yikes! <laughs> Yikes! Crazy. So here's a wonderful moment. I love the fact that Zoom. One mo. Yeah, one mo. So they have the the high school band playing here. Yes. And one kid is playing the trumpet poorly, and they zoom in on his face. Isn't that a great moment? I'm watching for it. Okay, see, it's coming up. He's playing poorly. Yeah, like he's struggling. So How do you know? Describe. Well, look at his look at his face. Look at his instrument, and look at how like just the shame. Okay, you see all the band playing. Yeah, they're cheering him on in the form of music. Band is continuing to play. He's laughing like an idiot. Old Iguana sounds like a hapless dope. Oh, yeah. Okay, they're zooming in. <laughs> he's, uh, he's trying to adjust his hat. <laughs> he he takes the embouchure out of his mouth, yep. like spits. He's angry. Sticks back to his mouth. Then he takes off his hand, pulls on his hat, and all <laughs> the time the shot is just zooming in on his face. Maybe he's pulling a quote. A, a quote. What, what, what is happening? <laughs> it's the episode of questions. <laughs> what, 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 he's pulling a quote. He's pulling a quote. A quote. A quote. 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 Do you have a cold? What is going on here? It's the protagonist of a book series. Good. Yeah. <laughs> called The Name of the Wind. Good. Okay. So the protagonist's name is Kvothe. Very good. really does sound like you got something. I got the Kvothe. Kvothe. Anyway, the protagonist's name is Kvothe. Good. Okay. How do you spell he, this? K-V-O-T-H-E. Oh, Kvothe. Kvothe, yeah. And he goes to... He's a lute performer. Yeah. Yeah, the lute. Sure. <laughs> Um, and he, among many other things, does loot count on the side. But he's very good at it. Sure, like Don, John Dillinger, like Jay Dill, yeah, yeah. So he goes to the local pub. Sure, that's known for its its loot playing. Tell me the story. This sounds like a great story. <laughs> okay. Tells me like a good story here. Goes to the pub. Yeah, <laughs> the pub is known for its loot players. 
So, so is he natural? Is this his hometown? Or is he like seeking this? This is out? where he's going to school. He's going to school at the university, the Magic University. <laughs> okay. And he loves playing the, the lute. And then they have a lute talent show of sorts at the at the pub. <laughs> For anyone who's read this book, this is pub. Okay. So he's so he goes to this pub. Right, yeah. and there's, this pub always has loot players, very good loot players. Does he do it for the love of the loot, or does he wants to get famous? Love the loot, sure. Uh, but there's also there's a bunch of people at the club who are loot players as well, and they're in on the know, in the know. But there's a bunch of people in the club that aren't loot players, and they're not in the know. And like, so they just enjoy listening to it. What do you mean they're not? So, in the yeah, know? they enjoy listening to it. They don't know about the finesse of the loot. But it's a loot. It's like it's a it's a loot scene. It's a loot institution. If, you, if yeah. you don't love the loot, you wouldn't be at this pub. No, no, no. You'd be there just to drink as well. That sounds like hell. Well, okay. and anyway, all these loot guys anyway, to hang out to listen to loots. You know, yeah. Anyway, again, so you it's gotta like the love local, the loot. It's like the local high end tavern. I'll say number one. Yeah. I don't love the loot. Number two, I would not want to go to this pub. Okay. Anyway, so what he does, quoth, quoth, because because he's very clever. Sure. Is he goes there and he plays two songs. Okay. Yeah. The first song okay. he plays. Well, if you were gonna do a loot performance what songs would you play um green sleeves green oh that's a good one yeah and green sleeves and probably um why you're a grand old flag no i don't like grand old i used to like grand old flag oh what 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 day what day did you stop loving uh like fifth grade oh that's sad um Okay, so we got... Well, because it had some pep to it, you know? All the other songs don't have as much pep. The Grand Old Flag was, you know... Defended pep. Love it. Okay. Uh, hashtag check the peps. Check so, the peps. Okay, so, so, um, so he goes to the tavern and he plays two songs because he's up on the stage on the lute, right? Sure. Plays two songs. First song he plays is one of the most difficult songs for the lute. Wow, that's bold. Okay, but he plays it in a way that is so casual... Yeah. That everyone who is not in the know about loot playing thinks he's just playing like Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. A famously so, easy song to play yes, in the loot. Because he's so casual about it, right? But the people who know about the loot sure. are like, oh my god, that guy is playing the super hard song. They know it, right? So he finishes and those people go nuts, right? It sounds awful. Like, like, and everyone else is... Everyone else, and, okay. If, so he's just being a show off. It sounds stupid. Then he played, actually, I think that might have been the second song he played. <laughs> Good. Okay. Okay. First song he plays. Sure. Or maybe it's I don't know what the what the order was, but the other song he plays is a notoriously easy song, and he screws it up, and he plays it with such concentration and fervor and you know, energy. So what you're saying is there's no correlation at all between how like what comes out of a lute <laughs> and how easy it is to play well, it to an undiscerning lute listener, right? Why should anyone care? Okay, so the undiscerning loot listeners watch this, watch Quoth, and Quoth plays this easy song. Me the loot is in a, a really way that, bad instrument. In a, I don't know that I don't know that this accurately reflects the loot. It's just a, it's just a book. It's just <laughs> and, a book. Yeah. So so anyway so and then and then the people who are just the commoners go nuts. People don't know about the loot. 
go nuts and they're like, oh, yeah, but we'll know about the Lord. But is it great music? If it's an easy song, it's great music. You should go nuts. It's not about the music. It's about the performance. It's about how technically skilled you are. It sounds, yes. it sounds like garbage. Yeah. Well, to the to the loot aficionados, it's about how technically skilled you are. To the normal people, it's about how hard it looks like he's playing. This is like the American idolization of American music. Yes. I think he did in the opposite order, though. So I think he started with the one that was the super hard song played. Or no, I think he started with the one that was the easy song played hard. Yeah. And he got the stupid people to applaud. And the American second Idol, one, it's filled of people who sing terribly. Yeah. Like, they sing technically very well, <laughs> yeah. but they sing in a way that no one would ever want to listen to. It's yeah. just melisma, just this loud brain. Yeah. That's what, that's exactly what this was. So this guy is just but a doing that like for that. a very simple song, right? So everyone was like, oh my God, he's so talented, right? And then he. And then no, he no, plays, it sounds like that's technically hard. Well, but not the people who were in the know. The people who were in the know were like, he's playing the easy song. Right, but then the second song he plays, he plays a super hard song and plays it easy. Plays it in a way that looks calm and, and cool. Sure. And so, of course, the common people, the stupid people, don't know about lutes. They're like, "What was that? They that was terrible." Enjoy music. Right? They but they're, enjoy but they're music. mystified because all of a sudden, all the people who know about the lute get up and start applauding like crazy. Sounds like a really stupid song. Okay. My point. Back to my point. <laughs> is that the end of the book? <laughs> That's. This is just a minor subplot in the book. So what's the overall the story of the book? Give me the 30-second pitch. <laughs> the overall story of the book is that there's this guy named Quoth. Quoth. I'm already loving it. Okay, and he's he's like a, he's like an orphan and like a poor kid, whatever. But he's very talented. The bad boy, the loot. He's very talented at the loot. He's very talented at magic. Yeah. He's very talented. He's very smart. He's got all these things. So he gets If in, you don't magic... You don't have to be that good at the loot. You just use magic, right? No, I don't think it quite works that way. But so he got into he, he got into the university, the magic university. Good. Even though it costs a lot of money. Sure. They waived his admission fee, which they had none, never done before. Gets in the university, goes to the university, does all this stuff in the university, goes to a guy's court. So this is like great inequity in this, in like this, there. In this, this world? Oh, yeah. Lots of inequity. It's a, it's like, you know, it's a fantasy world type world, right? It's not like so much of like a fantasy to people me. and there's... Yeah. And so he studies various things at university, jumps off a roof at one point, and he learns the name of the wind. I love it. Great story. I love this book. Yeah, it's good. It's a great book. It's good. <laughs> uh, so that's, uh, okay. yeah. Yes. So this is just like the trumpet player in well, the that's, So this is my point, right, which is that perhaps, perhaps this guy who's playing the trumpet here is actually playing really well. But is making it look like he's screwing like up. he's screwing it up, and that's you know for trumpet aficionados, this is like a really amazing. It could be a great move to be spitting over your armature, stick it at your face, yeah. look down, just look completely embarrassed, and then put your hat down, <laughs> saying, "Oh, please don't let me show up in the final cut of Convoy." Yeah, yeah, that might be. I think that's probably it. <laughs> and that kid has never lived it down. No, never. Okay, all right. Uh, zoom in on Trump. So in the background, okay, let's go in here. So here's a question. Let's talk about let's talk about uh, the Chuck Rinaldi. He says the governor is very concerned with the matters of truckers. Yeah, because are we supposed to believe they have a major uh, voting block? I, I, which, or because they're so popular with the population. I think that's it. He believes. Well, that I mean, we we'll get into that later. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. But like they, the governor, I believe believes 
that the populace is on their side. He which he believes. He, I believe that he believes that the population is on the side of the truckers, which I think is accurate if you look at this turnout in the town square. I mean, it seems that it's surprising that truckers were not respected by the police so much because they are absolutely loved by everyone. They're loved the by everyone. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. Yep. Um, Doc, look what you did. It's a weird line. <laughs> Very fun. All right. What so, else is going on? Urban design. How do you like the overall layout of this town square? Have you been to a town square like this? Uh, yeah, I feel like that's kind of what every town square looks like. It's nice, though. I like the fact that you go into a dead end, you take a right. That's pretty cool. Well, it's not a dead end if you can take a right. Well, I mean, you, you can't go straight. That's what I mean. You have to make a choice, between right or left. That's called a T-junction. Well, speaking of T-junction, that's uh, they, the the building they go straight into. It's it's apparently a bar called TJ's in this movie. Oh. And it looks a bit dusty. And I looked up, is TJ still around? Yeah. That building is still around. But not TJ's. No, it's now called Threadbear. B-E-A-R. Like a, like a Threadbear. And, and it's a bar? No, look it up. It's uh, type in the website, uh, Threadbear. That's B-E-A-R, like a, like an animal. I know, like a bear. Hyphen yeah. NM dot com. Hyphen N Oh, there it is. Oh, wow. It's a local chain, huh? Or yeah. a local, local establishment? Yeah. Threadbare. And what do they do? They do textiles? Yeah. It's a fabric wow. store. Well, New Mexico town squares are known for their textiles. So if you... Santa Fe's big on textiles. Yeah. Everyone wears clothes there. Yeah. Uh, so if you want to, uh, if you want to uh, be part of convoy history, you go to Las Vegas, New Mexico... And uh, stand in the window of Threadbare, look down the street, and you could have seen Rubber Duck coming right at you. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't, that, isn't that great? That is great. Yeah. Hot tweets. Oh, they have a website? No. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Very good. Uh, okay. So so lot, they start in Las Vegas, and they go to Bellum, New Mexico. Bellum, New Mexico. That's, in, in is the, it, that sounds like a fictional town. So in in real life, they started here, two hours apart. But in the movie, it's like they they're the same thing. You know what they call that? Movie magic. I was going to say the magic of the cinema, but yes. Well, that's even better. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so skateboarders. Yeah. What are they up to these days? I didn't realize. Like, did people like? Did they uh, use skateboarders back then? Like, is that a good way to get around? Um, around where? Like around town square. Just I don't saying. think they were as popular, but look at look at Back to the Future. That's right? eighty five. I know eighty five. By eighty five, it was everywhere. When was the first time you saw skateboards? Me personally? Yeah. Uh, Seventy two. Yeah, it's a good skateboard year. Yep. Uh, okay, so he thinks he thinks that by working with the truckers, the the uh, does he know that they're on the like they are fugitives at this point? Do you think? I guess we'll know when we talk to the governor later. Just who, the trucker? No, the governor. I mean, sorry, they, by the trucker, I meant the governor. <laughs> <laughs> the trucker-in-chief. I think that's what he wants to be, is a trucker-in-chief, yeah. Yeah. So, okay, let's take a step back. There's actually a really interesting uh, thing about Chick Rinaldi and how this was cut from the uh, from the European uh, home theater releases for years. Oh. Yeah, this entire thing where Chick Rinaldi is interviewing them... This was cut from the uh, 
from the European uh, uh, DVDs of the, of the movie. Why? Can they not handle reporters? Well, if you want to know more, you can go to moviecensorship.com. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Moral compromise. Yeah. Is anyone morally compromised in this movie? Uh, in what sense? Well, I mean, if you look at other Sam Peckinpah movies, Old Sam... Old Sam. Everyone is morally compli- compli- compromised. Compromised. Uh, everyone's morally compromised. And uh, it's like in here, the only, like, people are either good or bad. Usually, if there's two kinds of bad people. What's going on? I'm just prepping. <laughs> I'm a bit of a prepper. I think you have a good one going. We may have listened to this before. It's <laughs> well, you can it, never have too much. Is, of this, it. is this long enough? <laughs> it's definitely going to be long enough. Good. Okay. So, um, what are we saying? Sorry. So, th- there's only a couple kind of bad people in this, in this movie. Mm. There's buffoons yep. who are not bad people, mm. but they are the part of the wrong side, and they're they're you know made yeah. to seem ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And then there's the actual sort of nefarious, you know, the the trappers. Well, is there just one? Dirty Lyle. Yeah, I don't think I don't think anyone in the movie is authentically bad at all, except Dirty Lyle. No, there's the FBI guy. He's a buffoon. You're right. He's a buffoon. You're right. You're right. It's really Dirty Lyle's the mastermind. I mean, the only guy who's like, who's like tough at all is uh, is Frick. The uh, Frick was very tough, but he's kind of a buffoon both Frick too. and Swedley were pretty tough. But Swedley's a buffoon. Swedley's a buffoon. Frick is tough and not a buffoon. Well, I think he's kind of a buffoon. Though, okay. Because, I mean, I, he doesn't really That make whole bar fight known. is pretty buffoonish. Yeah, so it's, if you, but Dirty Lyle used to be on friendly terms with Rubber Dog, right? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, they're still on friendly terms. But they hate each other. Well, it's more professional hate than a personal one, I think. But, but. Dirty Lyle is one of the good guys. Oh, is this making sense? No, he's not. Yeah, at the end of the movie, he uh, laughs and he's suddenly redeemed in the eyes of the audience. Sure. So is this is this the world? It's like between people who know and have a good time and people who just don't get it. So uh, in the background, yes. you can see Bellin. Yeah. In the background, right here, next scene. Yep. Oh, maybe it was the scene before that. This guy annoys me a lot. Chuck Rinaldi. Yeah. He's good. He's a very good reporter. Oh, in the background here. No, he annoys me because why is he doing reporting if he's the governor's assistant? He's letting the governor know what's up. That's mainly why he annoys me. Should we do page full convoy before we run out of time? Yeah, let's do page full convoy. Okay, here we go. This is page full of convoy. Welcome to Page Full of Convoy, where we review the novelization of Convoy. Correct. Uh, this particular the uh, literal uh, page I view as we take a look at Convoy. The way it was written by B.L. Norton for the uh, screen turning into a book. A lot of stuff in here. It gives you more background. Uh, let's see. He. This is after uh, they're going out of the the. the t- they're going into Aguadulce. He says that uh, they're listening to the sound of the motor. There was something elemental about the sound. As if it welled up from the very center of his life. Center of his life. I read a lot of good uh, good uh, sentences here. Yes. So then they cut. When they go into the town, smash cut. 
to a television channel playing the battle the battle of the gargantuas. It's a Sunday spectacular movie being carried by the locally owned and operated TV station KTNM. It was interrupted by the uh, Dennis Pavlone, who wrote, edited, announced, and sometimes fabricated news for the station. So then he goes on the air, says, update, emergency. Update spelled with uh, two words, update. Emergency, he came in his best Tom Brokaw manner. We've just received word that the runway of, uh, of convoy trucks you told you about has broken through the roadblock and set them in the Parsons Corner area. Head for Denton Allington. It's not Argo Dolce. It's Allington. That's weird. Okay. I mean, I like Argo Dolce better as a name. Yeah. Yeah. And they cut back to the Battle of Gargantuas. It's a movie with a bad Gargantua went back to tromping on an airfield while the good Gargantua kept clobbering him with a high-voltage telephone tower. Mm. So there's a lot of good detail in this book. Yeah. This is what makes a book good. Okay. Uh, I don't know if that's what it makes it good, but it's what makes it useful. Sure. Uh, so they're talking about the, the six-car police escort was taking them uh, into town. Bart, a man much more talented than Chief Love had previously guessed, led a fantastic motorized hula dance through the center of town. It's a good, good sentence. Motorized hula dancer? No, he says, like, that's it's, it's a metaphor. Okay, The entire thing is a fantastic motorized hula dance. I feel like, yeah, this is like when you run out of things to write. Yeah, I Where think so. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the convoy burst through the dis- business district uh, and started the east side. Melissa didn't know whether to scream or cry or whatever else. She had the distinct impression of being caught in the jaws of a monster, but also that there was something she hadn't previously expected to say for it. Uh, jaws of a monster. Is that what the duck is now? Is the duck a monster? Has he become a monster? I, 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 well, I think, yeah, he's probably the most like a monster in this whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's, let's talk about the moral code of the duck. He doesn't treat people well. The duck, well, I'd say he's largely disaffected. Sure. Like, he doesn't really have a stake in any of this. He doesn't really care. He doesn't have motivation. No, he just goes. He's a force of nature. Yeah. Which is very Peck and Pesk. Peck and Pesk. Uh, yeah, it's, he, it's, I, I think it resonated. Did it resonate? Because it, it, it gave people who are young baby boomers the idea of saying, yeah. You know, this this is like this this is me. Yeah, it's well, it's I think it's that mix of he's he's purposeless, right? He's he's just kind of driving. He he is sort of emblematic of that, you know, ennui, if you ennui. will. Ennui. Is that he ennui? Is he but, a, yes. but yes, but, yes, yes, yes. Despite being purposeless, he's still a driving force. He's still getting stuff done. He's still going places. Sure. Despite being per, it's really trucker. Is the is one of the few archetypes? I think like maybe pirate is another one where it's like you can be aimless, good or bad. It's about doing it. You can be aimless while also having purpose, right? Purposeless and purposeful at the same time. He's not. I mean, he's not that purposeless. He's, he's pretty purposeless. He's just going in. A, he, what does he say? He says the <laughs> the purpose of the convoy is to keep moving. Yes, this is exa- no, but this is what I'm describing. That is a, that is a meaningless purpose. That's a purpose that is purposeless, and yet it is still a purpose. But that, a, yeah, is the duality of the truck. He, he can't stop though. I know he's got to keep moving. But that seems like it's a purpose. His purpose is to keep driving, but not in any particular direction. But he can't stop. I know. I mean, it seems like if you're truly purposeless, you could stop. Put your feet in the sand at the beach. Sip a coconut. Yeah, but that's actual purposeless, purposelessness. Yeah, and we'll get to that. Yeah, is he is he a nihilist? 
Yeah, well, no, but that's my point. He's a nihilist, but a nihilist with purpose, which seems like a contradiction, what but he's that? not, because no, that's he, what a trucker is. I think he's only, he, he, he is forced to truck because he has to, like, pay bills and stuff. He has alimony. He doesn't seem to. I think so. I mean, yeah, that was revealed, yes. But he... And it seems like he's he's awful upset about his speed tickets. That is true. I that mean, is this true. Mo- but I it's mean, a very free way of life. It's not that free. But that's the duality of it. It seems like he just finds small moments to, to enjoy himself when he's at his truck stop and stuff. It, it sounds like it's... it's it's There's not much to... I mean, I mean let's go back to his morality. Yes. He... Does he treat people well? Uh, no. He does go into the bar, the Glide-In, to stop the fight from happening. Yes. And does he do it because the right thing to do? Uh, no. I don't think so. He does it because it's, I, like, it, he's, it doesn't seem like he's doing it with any particular purpose. He's just sort of, he just wanders in and then it's like, oh, there's a fight going on. Well, better help out with this, right? Well, he was he was in a hurry to leave the truck to do what seems to be the right thing. But that's really the only right thing he's done the entire movie, right? Is there anything else he's done the right thing? No, that was the only thing. I can't think of a single other thing he's done the right thing. What what you got going there? This is Quoth. <laughs> I hate that book. Does he, does he have a loot in the cover? This is Quoth. Looks like a gecko. <laughs> Some sort of amphibian. What is he does? That is actually he's holding a loot. Yes, you can see him holding a loot. That's really bad. It's really <laughs> bad. It's really, really bad. Is what you got there? Okay. Should we get to our favorite segment? No, I'm not even done with this yet. Okay. All right. So, okay, talking about the book. Uh, I guess you can see why you and Pigpen and Spider Mike are doing, but what you're doing? But what are those other drivers out there? They're not running from the law. Some of them are probably going hundreds of miles out of their way. What's with them? And he says, a person like you, talking to Melissa, you live most of your life on the top side of things where I miss my guess. He was right, of course. <laughs> yeah, of course. Well, me and most people out there, we've been looking at our things from the underbelly most days of our life. Mm. And, it's, and one thing you catch on right quick at the bottom of the pile is that everyone's supposed to be born equal in this country. Some people, their minds set on taking up all the room. These are convoys. Maybe we're always saying we're here too. We gotta be counting a little bit more often. So is 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 this movie? Is it crying out to the uh, to the people who feel disenfranchised? Do you think this resonates with people who feel disenfranchised? Yes. Uh, it gives them purpose. <laughs> their purpose when we watch convoy. They're, no, they're, I mean they could be like Doc. They could just get in the truck and drive. But people, they truck is truck. His name is truck. It's duck truck, uh, duck. Yeah. It's wow. Never noticed Whoa. that before. Yeah, I wonder if that's a rubber uh, duck rhymes with truck. That's something. Sounds like it is intentional. Also, runs with luck too. Luck duck truck. Luck duck truck. Um, but rubber duck, he doesn't feel like like an underdog at any point. He feels like he's consistent. Oh, he's on top. He's always on top. Yep. He's always yep. on top of things. But he gets. He's on top by basically doing nothing. I mean, that's the beauty of it. So he's uh, on top. All he's got to do to be on top is keep driving. That's pretty easy to do, huh? Very easy to do. Yeah. Hamilton says, in my opinion, it's no longer a situation to be handled by local enforcement agencies. What, the governor? When? Water skiing? The governor's water skiing. So then the, the Lyle says, the National Guard, rubber duck, we are surely going to lunch your ass. Interesting. You heard that phrase, lunch your ass? <laughs> 
No. So then, and then he, uh, so Hamilton says, you know what, Wallace? If we do see another roadblock, I'm going to see you're going to stand on top of it. And, uh. <laughs> okay. Breaking news. Breaking news. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to, we're going to ring the bells. Do we have, do we have time to talk about this? No, a tweet came in. Yeah, a lot of tweets come in. We get tweets every minute. I know. We get tweets all constantly, but this one's a really good one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from uh, this is from at rebels 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 snow rebels rebels now go on rebels now go on could be rebels snow goon could be rebels now go on probably snow goon probably it's probably rebel it's probably rebel snow goon from at rebel snow goon there's a radio show on KZSU where two guys <laughs> review the 1978 trucker action movie convoy. And I think it's been going on for nine months now. You're actually incorrect. It's been going on for two years. <laughs> it's true. That is true. Okay, that was a uh, okay segment. so let's get back. I mean, this is just listener engagement. Anyone can tweet at us. Yep. But we don't have the time to read all our No, tweets. we're going to keep going. Page full combo. Uh, let's go. So then he says, if you know, if there's a roadblock, you're standing on top of it. Mm-hmm. And then Lyle gave him the finger. And Hamilton's is back to him. You heard this one? No. He says, age or IQ. Age or IQ? Because he's saying because he's holding up one. Yes. So it's you're either one year old or your IQ or your IQ is one. And then uh, yeah, <laughs> so that's I I I I'm I don't feel bad that was cut off in the movie. Yeah. So a reporter pulls up. This is NBC News. He looks like a younger William Holden, rolled up sleeves, unbuttoned collar. Says rubber duck. Says yeah, Dave Raymond, NBC News. And then Melissa says, Dave, hi, isn't this something? She knows the reporter. <laughs> It's <laughs> just a terrible scene. And he says, hey, you should be taking photographs. Give me money. I'll buy the picture. No, it's top dollar. And Melissa says, can't help you. Lost my camera. And I don't care. <laughs> but we know she didn't lose her camera. Well, not in the movie. Not in the movie she didn't lose her camera. Sure. Uh, he says, here's what uh, he says in the movie. Because uh, that's what convoys do. What do they do? They keep on trucking. They don't stop. They don't stop. And they don't obey speed limits. They don't obey speed limits. That is tr- That is true. Yeah, so then she says that we're going to Washington, D.C. to file a class session lawsuit against the what, government. Because she's trying to make it sound like it's like a moral cause because okay. it's going to be better news. Okay. And that's basically uh, where That is ends. a page full of Convoy. All yeah. right. Welcome back to we, oh, our This audio. is one more time. We've failed to talk about the politics of this movie. No, I talked about it. It's about the duality of the trucker. I would say it talks about society. The question uh-huh. is, these people, do they live in a force of nature, or do they be, do they actually need a government to control them? I think the point is, while the government is a useful institution for some things, yes. it should not try to regulate speed limits. I mean, that's one of the big things. That is, I mean, that I would say that's the main thing. <laughs> yeah, is that, is that really their main qualm? <laughs> I think that, that seems to be their main qualm, yes. Yes, but it's... It's they when they don't have they aren't all going individually. It's about them finding their own kind of worship of this leader. Mm-hmm. Like they they for this whole idea is like we don't need the government to what to do. They do need rubber duck to tell them what to do. Yep. Yep. Are they are they? Well, they need a front door. Yeah, and that's the yeah. whole thing. It's like every convoy's got a front door. If, it's, if you're not worshiping one god, you're worshiping another. Every nation's got a president. Every nation. Every got a religion's got a god. Yes. It's. I don't know. I mean, it's just, it's, do you feel that there's any kind of Hobbesian state of nature that truckers would live in that'd be pulled out of it? What is, what is the social contract that truckers live under? 
uh, it is one of, I would say it's actually a pretty complex social contract. And what is a contract? It's to protect each other from the law and allow each other to speed. It's, I mean, that's law. why you, you have yeah. a front door to scope out ahead of you. Sure. You got the back door, which doesn't really do much, but the back door can go fast. Can't you got the rocking fast. chair folks who can go fast. Yeah. You got the front, you know. You got a lot of people who go fast. A lot of people can go fast and one front door who can't. Well, he... He, but he has to scope. He's, yeah. He, it seems like that doesn't... Is that sustainable? Know, then, then they catch up to him, and then they need a new front door. That's how convoys work. Have we never talked through the basics of a convoy? Let's talk about the basics of the convoy. Okay. You got a front door. Front door is down the road a couple miles, So this is, this, is, this, is, this, this, this is fibbing a bit. Fibbing? Is this movie fibbing in us? No, no, no. Well, the fact they're all together, yeah, it's a little weird, but it doesn't matter. They're speeding anyway. Hey, but normally, you get a front door down the road because they can scope out ahead and say, hey, yeah, I haven't seen any bears. You're clear to speed. But if that front door wants to speed, he's got to find a new front door in front of him yeah. or her that it can tell him or her yeah. that he or she can speed. Yes, but I guess the movie is actually taking on this thing. It is no longer about craft. It is about asserting with violence your ability to do anything. That is, it does go in that direction. Because right now it's actually, it's, it's a suicide pact. They're saying, oh, in the background right here. In the background. Look at this. You missed it. I missed it. Uh, Lauderburger. New Mexico Institution Lauderburger. Ooh. It's amazing. You know like Lauderburger? Lauderburger? No, it's much better. Oh. It's uh, Blake's Lauderburger. New you Mexico only? Lauderburger? Yeah, I've only seen New Mexico. Oh. So here's the thing. You know Lauderburger? Mm-hmm. They, uh, they fry up in the background. They fry up uh, green chilies in a grill and then fry it into the hamburger bun. Wow. It's really great. That does sound tasty, actually. Yeah, you should go to New Mexico. Okay, it is time for our favorite segment. further uh so yep. so there's there's a bit of hostility towards uh, uh with fresh eyes some yeah. people say it's a sensation some <laughs> people say it's it's become a listener favorite uh i get i've gotten a few emails saying it's a listener favorite i don't think with fresh eyes is a very good segment and and you think it's not a very good segment i don't think it's a very good segment uh i think it's good because it, it shows people with fresh eyes i don't think li- write in if you like with fresh eyes write in if you don't don't write in yeah so if you like with fresh if you, eyes, actually if you don't write in as well yeah. Please write in. Okay, good. Okay, so um, and just people besides Rebel Snow Goon. What, what is it written on the side of this on the side of this uh, helicopter? A minute sleep. Well, eight minutes sleep. It's to get you to sleep in eight minutes. And then you continue sleep yeah, for just ten don't hours. Don't listen to this for eight minutes, or you're gonna be you're gonna be out. Okay. Whoa. Good thing we only have two. So all right, we got two minutes. We got to run through this. Here's what we do: bear in the, the air. air we review this five minutes alone. We review this uh, the entire movie up until the end of this five minutes. As its own unit, and then we review the entire movie as a whole. As a whole, we, we take the veritable bear's eye view. Veritable bear's eye view. Yes. Okay. Are you ready? No. Okay. Movie as a whole. As a whole. You locked in. Yeah, it's five stars. Three, two. Spoilers. Three, two, two one. one. Five, five stars. stars. Okay. okay. Movie as a whole up until this point. Ready? Yeah. Three, Three, two, two one. one. Five, five stars. stars. Okay. This segment. This sure. five minutes. Sure. Three, Three two, two, one. One, one star. star. No, it's great. One star. I would say five, three and a half stars. Three and a half. Wow. It's pretty good. It's you got a lot of cool stuff to look at. I I, I mean I really I love so, to say this. Yeah. It's you know you see the road and you see a reporter's face in the middle of the shot. Smash cut reporter's face but in the I, shot. I, it's I find, great. It, I find it, that reporter very it annoying. Explodes the movie. It He's takes, not also not a reporter. You move from the framing device. You know what? I will it, bump movie, it up to one and a half. The movie stops being just a story of truckers. Mm. It becomes a story of the story about truckers. I will bump it up to one and a half stars just for the water scene. 
Yeah, that's not that Steve great. Steve Chasey Love, I do like that. Yeah. It's like a half star worthy. No, Everything is... else here, though, annoys me so much. The The band annoys me. The band's great. The uh, reporter annoys me. He's great. Everything doesn't make sense. It's very... Everything it's, makes a lot of sense. It moves so slowly. Not much happens. And not even it's not even nice pauses. It's just kind of like... It, it, yeah, it just doesn't... This five minutes doesn't work for me. So, okay, I think the show is not... I think we've actually paced ourselves very poorly in the past in the shows. We're pointing out things in the last few minutes. We should be done pointing out things with a half hour to go. Baron there should be done with a half hour to go. And then we talk themes for an entire half hour. Wouldn't that be great? Themes. Because we don't talk about themes enough. You know? It's, we should we should have a segment called Themes. Yes. Let's make a segment. Yeah, so you, you can write a theme song for our theme segment. Okay. Uh, make a theme song. This has been Bear in the Air. So let's okay. Let's talk about what uh, where you are now. How, how are you? How are you? How are you in your convoy space? My convoy space? Yeah. What? What about what? Mm? Like uh, how's your like your basically your convoy? Like how you feeling your convoy right now? How's your convoy? Trucker talk the best. What's your 20? This here's the podcast crew. We're hauling up in 901 about to hit the airwaves. Ready for big trucks, cool characters, and the explosive action you'll only find in Convoy? Well, rev up your engines for. An earful of Convoy. Northern California's number one podcast about the 1978 movie based upon the 1976 novelty song about trucking. Fans of cinema and music will find much like. That is, if you're not some no-good bear like Dirty Lyle. Breaker, breaker, good buddy. Expect in-depth analysis, breaking news about the cast and crew, a little rubber duck humor, and we'll even have a bear in the air. They even had a bear in the air. 